We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All I remember is my takeaway is, oh, Nikita's above average at the game. Yeah, yeah. Which is like kind of a f*** you to everybody who's like, they don't play their own game. Like, okay, well, Nikita's better than you are. (laughs) What's up, everyone? Welcome to the podcast, the show dedicated to talking about all the progress things in life, like music, content creation, and video games. I'm one of your co-hosts, Jessica Sam. That's Veritas. And this episode is sponsored by HelloFresh. Showing off some of their seasonal recipes. We talk about it all the time. You know we love HelloFresh. It's the fall and Christmas time is among us. And they have all sorts of recipes. The one pot Thai coconut curry turkey soup. Little twist on some Thanksgiving flavors. I've actually had the sweet corn and green pepper chowder. They've got a lot of soups for the fall time. They're delicious. And uh, HelloFresh offers tons of other seasonal options for you to choose from every week. You can use 50 podcasts for 50% off plus free shipping at HelloFresh.com slash 50 podcast. That's HelloFresh.com slash 50 podcast and code 50 podcast for 50% off plus free shipping. Thank you so much to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. What's up, V? Sorry, you froze on my end, so I was just waiting. Oh, did I? (laughs) Why is it doing that? I don't know. I don't know. Porque why? Yeah, porque why indeed. Porque why? SMH my head. <sighs> yeah, 50, 50 off fifty off the frame. 50% that... off your bit rate. So crazy. 50% of the bandwidth. 50% of the time. <laughs> What's up, man? How you doing? Oh, you know, just uh, my heart rate's still up. Uh, half because of I had to get on my goddamn hands and knees and plug in some usb which is quite tables, the exercise which i mean it's more than i've i've done i actually that's a lie i actually haven't exercising but uh <laughs> but i i just started yesterday or the day before playing hardcore diablo oh yeah i saw that which is monka because that's just a one and done right if your character dies it's over yeah and like it's it's just so easy to get one shot it's just so yeah. easy to to die and i've you know playing softcore while streaming i'm never i never like care i don't pay attention yeah you're never I, like 100 percent fully paying attention no i afk i walk away like i don't give a fuck like you you lose 10 percent durability on your items yeah and which you can just 
pay a little bit of gold to repair. It's like yeah. it's a completely pointless. Um, but now it's like every enemy I see that dies that like there's like a thing on the ground that they explode after a couple seconds that that'll like I've seen too many of the like Asmund Gold reacts to yeah. hardcore death montages. Yeah. Where you just see the people, it's always the fucking exploding enemies. It's always all that. So every time I see one, I freak the fuck out. Yeah, um, that makes sense. But it's but it's it's kind of interesting playing this way because so there's like this massive map with all these like waypoints and these statues that you get that like give you bonus points when you unlock them and mm-hmm. like there's a big fog of war on the map. Um, that's all maintained between seasons and stuff between characters and whatever except it's separate for hardcore. So I'm starting uh, from scratch. Okay. That makes so sense. I am, I'm like actually going through and being like super methodical. I'm like going everywhere. I'm not really like fast traveling much to places. I'm killing everything along the way because yeah. you can get away with being 20 levels under leveled normally. Yeah. Whereas this one, I'm like level 51 against level 50 enemies shitting my pants. <laughs> Like I, yeah, you, you like yeah, yeah, yeah. don't want to be under leveled because you can't um, like level check yourself. You can't be like, eh, you think I could take this on? And you go in and try it, and you almost do it, and you're like, eh, I need to level up a little bit. You can't do yeah. that check. You have to be like, I gotta know. Yeah. So like what you saw me do just now, mm-hmm. there's um in between like the tiers, there's like four tiers um where it's all the same game. It's just you get more XP, more gold. The enemies are harder. Yeah. Um. So I, I started on World Tier 1, just like, normally <laughs> I would start on World Tier 2 and just like level up through there, but yeah. just like start as easy as possible. Yeah. Um, and then uh, when you get to level 50, that gives you access to a, a capstone dungeon where once you beat that, that lets you go from Tier 2 to 3. Okay. So I was in Tier 1 until I got to level 50, and then I went to Tier 2 capstone dungeon, oh. which was like a big jump up, and that's what you saw me doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where if it's like... I didn't know if I was going to go in there, hit the first guy. And normally, you know, one or two hits and everything's dead. I could have hit the first guy and saw like, and been like, oh, no, 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 no. 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 And I just would have fucked off. But I, I managed to do it. It actually wasn't too bad. Um, so now I don't know if I'm going to be in World Tier 3, though. It's kind of scary. Yeah, I agree. But, but you, you like the first few th- things that like items that drop will be a thousand times better than what I have now. So it's yeah, really like tempting. immediately. Yeah. Yeah, it's really tempting. So Damn. I don't know. We'll see. But I'm level 50. We're halfway to 100. I've never done hardcore. So, so That's far. That's crazy. So far, so good. I've only I've only had like two close-ish calls where yeah. I was like out of potions and then like running away from enemies. And there's two safeguards. There's something called a scroll of escape, which you have to bind. Okay. And I've got it bound to my fucking zero key on my numpad. Just like slap the fucking yeah, big yeah. zero key. Um, and that I actually haven't used it before. I'm hoping like normally if you hit to like the button to town teleport, it's like one, one thousand, two, one thousand. Gotcha. And if you get hit, it cancels. Oh. So you can't just run and then hit it. But I think the scroll of escape is quicker, quicker, hopefully instantaneous. But then there's also a like potion. I don't know what it's called, but there's a potion that lasts 45 minutes. That makes it so that when you were to take lethal damage, you're immune for two seconds. <laughs> so it's like, 
hit the potion, oh god, scroll of escape kind of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I've never done it, so I don't have the muscle memory. I'm not, yeah. I don't know if I'm prepared. It's really Two easy to fumble. Two seconds ain't a lot of time. Yeah, so, I don't know. That's what I've been doing. Damn. It's, been fun. it's, it's made it it's made it more exciting. Yeah, 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 for sure. That's cool. I played I played Tarkov today, though. Some, of course. Dude, immediately, people are like, hey, yo, Veritas on Tarkov. It's like news, dude. People always tell me. I'm like, oh, hell yeah. It was just, it was just boring. Like, I feel it was, that. It was just, it was fine. Uh, Listen, it was I'll take fine. that as progress, right? Fine is better than like, I want to yeet my computer out the window, you know? Yeah, no, I mean, I, I killed my, I did uh, a couple, a scav raid where I just went, looted a bunch of dead PMCs in, in dorms. Mm. Um, and then left. Yeah, yeah. I was like, cool. I got like an AK seventy four. I got like a Gen four high mobility. Oh, yeah. Um, and like a fucking VPO. Yep. Um, you know, and some other kind of garbage stuff. But got a couple of things to armor. Um, then I did a couple PMC raids. Uh, the first one I spawned uh, over by you know on customs. There's the 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 crossing the river crossing that's like all the containers it's all like yep. this, the ghetto scaffolding yeah. shit so i craw i was on the opposite side like the the yeah. big red side yeah spawned in kind of went down the hill crossed halfway through i'm getting fucking blasted by a pmc who i uh, i think had a pistol but and he was like lighting me up like i was pretty low and i like i just went full fucking like full auto because he caught me off guard, so yeah. it's kind of like you gotta, you know. Yep, spray and um, pray. But he ended up. I I managed to cross before he killed me. Repositioned a little bit. He moved, and I just like brrr, just gunned him down, killed him. And then I was like healing, uh, and then another PMC came over, and I was kind of just like waiting, waiting, waiting. He like looted all the shit. I couldn't really get. There was like a tree, and I couldn't get yeah. a clear angle. And he just pieced out with all the gear, and I'm pretty sure that's who killed me later on, where I literally went over, oh. checked the body later. The body had been looted, and then I went all the way over to dorms. I could tell someone was in dorms. I went up to the second floor. I was like, I think the guy's down the hallway. Chucked a grenade. I heard the movement. I'm like, okay. Yep. And then I'm like, all right, I'm going to wide peek, and I went to fucking swing, and it was just like insta-die. Just yep. insta, insta dead 856A1 to the face. So I was like, oh. And all I had was just a uh what's the what's the one of the the red dots not the p lad is that oh, a red like dot? the burris or the delta the one point? that has like the circle cross if you unlock like, oh, the, the mrs setting. oh no wait no wait it wasn't the mrs it was the other one i don't know whatever i had one of those dots so it was kind of like yeah not the great ones yeah yeah and he was in the far hallway you know the far room just shoulder peeked out so like i peeked i saw him and then i was just dead yeah. You know, um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, otherwise, I, I just played customs. Yeah. I, everybody's like, go streets. I'm like, I don't, even, I don't feel like playing. Yeah, I don't know streets. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I know it enough. Like, yeah. I know it perfectly fine. Um, I, I played streets a ton. Yeah. Um, I just. Uh, to get back in, I wanted to play something familiar, yeah. you know, because I'm like, I forget half my keybinds still. You know what I mean? And like, I'm I, sweaty today. Yeah, sweaty. So now I actually experienced a problem where, for some reason, the game, the game didn't recognize my monitor. It only recognized my capture card. So when I was full screen, 
it was no signal on my monitor, but I could see an OBS my game. So I had to go borderless windowed. Yeah. And even then, when you click on like monitor, it was just like Elgato 1440. My monitor was not an option, so I can't play Tarkov full screen, I guess, anymore. That's crazy. Yeah, I don't know. That's weird. I play in window borderless, so. That's how many raids did you end up doing before you hopped off? I think I did two scav raids and maybe two. I think three PM, uh, maybe two PMC raids. Yeah, and it's just like nothing. Like I killed that one PMC, yeah, and then everything else was just kind of like walk around for fifteen minutes and then die, and it's kind of like yeah, I don't, I don't think I feel like loading up, like gearing up again. I just, yeah, I feel that. I feel that. Yeah. Well, it's definitely been a week. <laughs> it's definitely been it, a week it has been the week of all time it has been one of the weeks of all time that is for sure um we had the streamer challenge which was going on all week last week we talked about that last week we talked about the rules and the fact that it was just literally nine days of killing scavs yikes and uh we talked about it a little bit on the pp the oh, yeah. Patreon episode pod or patreon.com slash the podcast pod if you want some extra episodes. But we can do maybe a little TLDR of the situation. There was some drama that came up halfway to like 75% of the way through the tournament with one of the contestants that was very highly ranked that people were a little suspicious of. Turns out Veritas has a history with this gentleman and spent some time reviewing the clips. What's the what's the TLDR or like an update? Um, yeah, yeah, so both. Uh, so I went into a lot more detail as to like the situation from a year ago in on the the the, the PP the the Patreon episode. Um, but but just to give uh, a summary, <laughs> a year ago I was on interchange and I had an ex- one of those extremely sus raids where every fourteen fucking seconds I just had all my limbs blasted. Yeah. And I just kept getting blasted and I would reposition, never see anyone, never hear anyone. And I would just keep getting blasted, wasn't dying. Like the person couldn't yeah. kill me. They were just owning me. So I felt completely and utterly dominated, which is like, it, it just felt super sus. Yeah. Super, super sus. Um, and I don't remember exactly what the details were. If I died to this guy or not, I think I did. no. I, I, the more and more I think about it, the more I feel like someone in his chat yeah, was like, you're identified. In... Yeah, they were like, oh, you're in the same raid as Suddenly Toast, which is, I, I believe, his name. Yeah. Um, And, you know, he was like three viewers or something. You know, like I remember going back and looking and like his title at the time, you know, was like 200 followers or like yeah. it was, you know he was really he was a newer streamer and i'm not shaming i'm just trying to no, give context yeah. as to like it would be so weird when you're like 900 streamers down the list yeah that someone would be watching that streamer and also would be watching me enough to know we're in this you're in the same raid to come into my chat and say you're in the same raid so that already made me sus right yeah. when someone's like you're in the same raid as someone else i'm like and then when I look and I see that they're, you know, like a smaller, smaller streamer, just statistically, you know, whatever yeah. seemed unlikely anyway. Um, and after watching 
the VOD at the time that day because I'm like, yo, that was the most sus shit ever. Every every moment was mega sus. The way he was like playing, even watching his perspective. Watching his perspective, it was even more sus. Like even yeah. more sus where he was everything he was doing. It was as if he had information. Yeah. He always end up going to a very specific angle that was like, you know, you might go on interchange. You might go in like, you know, to a particular spot and hold the bottom of the escalators. Yeah. You know, over by tech light. But exactly where he was holding and like where he he would like a very weird tight angle. Yeah. From behind a shelf would zoom in. And he'd zoom in as someone was walking in front, and it was like the timing, that angle. And like, of course, it makes that might happen, but it happening again and again every time, and every again time. in a single raid. It's like, yeah, we've all had that clip, but have we had eight of those clips in a raid? Maybe not. You know what I mean? Yeah, and and when you watch my, when you watched my pathing, and his pathing, I never heard him once. He heard me a couple of times, but there were times like yeah. it was like cat and mouse where everywhere I went all throughout the map, he was perfectly like stalking me to the yeah. point where basically and then going through all of his other VODs and watching his gameplay, I was like 98% sure that he had ESP. He had wall yeah. hacks. Um, I was just, you know, extremely sus now. Of course, me talking about all of this on stream, pulling up the VOD, you know, yeah. everybody's that, that, that's effectively like calling someone out. Yeah, I didn't like go and tweet anything or whatever. But, you know, people from my chat went into his stream. People from his stream came into my chat. Basically, he ended up coming in while I was doing that and was and said, like, can't wait till you figure out that I'm legit. Yeah. Yeah. You when you you know. I'll wait for my apology, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, bud, you know, whatever. Um, after talking with Desmond, um, Desmond looked at his video uh, gameplay a bunch. Um, Desmond's, you know, better than me. And and me and Desmond have gone back and forth a ton about suspected cheaters yeah. before in private. Um, and we've almost always been on the same page. Everything I think is sus, he thinks is sus. You know, yeah. he, he tends to agree with me on most things. Um he there was some reasonable doubt, some explanation yeah. that he had given that made me think maybe I could be wrong. Yeah, that there's a universe where you could be wrong about it. Yeah. Um but I, again at the time I went from like ninety eight percent sure to ninety seven percent sure. Yeah. But but just having just having someone skilled and sane yeah. saying, bro, I think you're wrong on this. Yeah, that was enough for me to say I would rather err on the side of yeah of caution, not f wanting to falsely you know yeah. accuse somebody who's an up and coming streamer you know whatever. So I went into his chat later on after he had left, and I said, "Bro, I want to talk after stream, and I want to apologize." Yeah. Um. Well, he ended his stream early, came into my stream, not long after that, and basically I explained everything. And apologize. I'm like, you know, my bad, dude. You know, I was probably wrong, whatever. Even though in my heart of hearts, I was. You were still sus, but it was I like, was extremely hey, sus, but I. There's enough reasonable doubt. Let's just squash this and move on. Yeah, which I thought was the responsible, reasonable thing yeah. to do. Um, 
And, you know, and he was like, yeah, no, I totally get it, dude. There's so many cheaters right now. All my raids are sus. I get it. Like, I appreciate it. Whatever. Cool. Fast forward a year later, I get on stream randomly and a bunch of people are come in and say, oh, bro, drama incoming, drama yeah, incoming. Yeah. And all of a sudden, my, my viewership, like, quadruples. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. You know, like, like clearly something going on. And apparently... um. He was in the tournament. He was like second place in the, yep. in, the in the tournament. Um, and like a million people were all just super sus. Everybody was convinced he was cheating. And part of what why I got brought into it was one of the Reddit posts that someone posted. It was the clip of me a year ago yeah. being like, what the fuck is this sketchy ass sus? Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, yep. And. All of a sudden, I open up Discord and I got a million DMs. And one of one of the DMs, I'll I'll fucking read it, was Desmond, bro. I know you don't care about Tarkov. Didn't you call out this suddenly toast guy for cheating a long time ago? He's playing in the streamer challenge. Uh, yeah, whatever. I'm not gonna finish reading all the details, but I'm like, yeah, he was the one you were telling me yeah. was legit. <laughs> Lol. Uh, and he's like, yeah, I was wrong. So. <laughs> so- well, no, I think, honestly, I think Desmond still stands by, like, well, he's yeah. like, bro, which is fine. It stands by the fact that with the information given at that time, there was enough reasonable doubt not to make a big stink about it, which is understandable, right? Because we don't want to do that. But, but yeah, so that's... So that's, ultimately, that's yeah, better. you spent some time reviewing the clips. Uh, what I think is funny is that, like, some of the clips that people were like, this suddenly toast guy's definitely cheating. Look at this clip. Ended up being like not at all suspicious. It was like, well, it's probably this. But there was still plenty of sufficient evidence to be like, yeah, this guy is suspicious. But it was just funny that when that and here's the thing. Here's why you did that. Here's this is why you erred on the side of caution a year ago for exactly that. When the cat's out of the bag like that, and when enough of the community is like, this guy's sus, that starts to happen, where explainable things get just folded in to like, this guy's cheating because he killed Landmark. This guy's cheating. And it's like, okay, just, be, you know what I mean? Like, you, let's be, what you said in, the, in the, the podcast, the Patreon episode, let's be right for the right reasons, right? So you spent some time, you were like, bad, these clips are fine, but these clips are suspicious. Let's be right for the right reasons. Let's do it and ultimately you had kind of came to the conclusion that like yeah you think he's sus like back on that like for sure i'm, I'm pretty sure he's sus right i don't want to put yep. words in your mouth yeah yeah so you know i i was basically like i think he's sus i still think he's sus but i'm, I'm gonna let him go i'm just gonna fucking move on and you know <laughs> it, it'll work its way out yeah uh, it'll work itself out well so then again fast forward a year and then while this is all happening and i'm like okay i'm so i'm pulling up some of the clips everybody's like watch this watch this and I want to say like six out of ten, seven out of ten of the clips were pretty fucking mega sus. Three or four out of ten were like explainable. This would happen to anybody. Yeah, like, this yeah. Is a waste of my time. It's making this is making the case against him look worse. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. And then all all the while that's going on, a bunch of people then jumped in and were like, "Yo, he, you know, he, I guess he like DM'd, I, I don't know, like Toothy or somebody else." Or and he's also staying on stream. How I called him out a year ago for cheating, and he's still waiting for an apology. <laughs> he's still me. waiting on Veritas's apology. And I'm like, 
what the fuck? Like, yeah. ap- you know, like it's for for me to have gone through the trouble that I did to make a public open apology to the guy, even when it was against my own yeah. judgment, because I thought it was the responsible right thing to do. I fucking remembered that. And yeah. I went and like dig. I got all the receipts. I posted it on Twitter. If you I was about see. to say, and you posted the chat logs of you and his chat saying, I would like to apologize later. And then him coming into your chat, all huff and puff, ready to rumble. And then leaving your chat being like, it's all good. GG's. I understand. Thanks for the chat. See ya. So like, we yep. don't have a video of Veritas saying, I am sorry, but like, because <laughs> it was a year ago. Yeah, the VODs don't we, exist. But we can, we have enough yeah. evidence to support the theory that you did. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Um so so then there's that and then uh uh let's see and then at the time like, like Trey and a bunch of other people were all talking about how they got pictures of his PC and oh, yeah. uh, the, the, DMA the, DMA, the DMA device stuff which I I'm not I don't know I'm still not I don't know where I am with that like I am. all the back and forth I saw with that and it's there's so much noise and I don't know where the signal to noise is yeah. because like to me I Nobody's no none nobody is has done what should be easily easy to do, at least it seems to me, is this is the model DMA Cardi has. Yeah. Here's a picture of it. Here's a picture of his PC. Look, this is the thing he has. Yeah. Definitively. Yeah. It's a bunch of like there are these weird cards. He had this thing that he ended up pointing as to like an Ethernet card, um, like yeah. a network card. And it's like, I don't, I don't even know, like, was that in his PC? Is that what was there? It, could it look like anything else? I don't know. It's just a mess. And if it exists, whoever you are that has it, you're doing a dog shit job at, <laughs> yeah. at making the case obvious and clear. It should be fucking clear. Photoshop the picture with A next to B with, and then, and then next yeah. to C, which is the fucking Amazon yeah, yeah, you know, or link. eBay or whatever. Like, like it just... Yeah. It shouldn't be that difficult. So as far as I can tell, there's no definitive proof that he has been proven to have a DMA card hardware installed on his PC. Okay. But as of yesterday or maybe two days ago, yeah. he had a response stream. Yeah. I think it was today, maybe. I don't know. It wasn't today. It was okay. yesterday or the day before because I responded. I, w- I reacted oh, to it yesterday. okay. Okay. Um, it was like 15 minutes long. It was at the beginning of, beginning of like a half hour, 35 minute stream or something. And one of the first things he said was, he apologized to me <laughs> for his like assessment of me, his reaction yeah. to me. Like, I don't know. It was, you know, like he probably thought I was a piece of shit or whatever. And yep. it's like, okay, I, I'll take it, I guess. Um, he never. He didn't mention the whole apology thing that he either lied about or <laughs> yeah. for, forgot yeah. about. Um, you know, whatever, which is fine. Like I'm over that that part of it. Um, yeah. But he also thanked me for debunking a bunch of the brain dead takes. Oh yeah, yeah. You yeah. know where people were like, "How could he have seen did he this try, guy?" Did he try to make you be like, "Thanks for Veritas for having my back." It was it was it was weird. He said for like debunking some of the evidence, so like it was like a half. That's like weird. Name drop. Thanks, but I don't. I don't. I don't know. I, I I'll again. 
give them the benefit of the doubt and take it as a genuine thanks for doing what I was doing because I was debunking yeah. the brain dead arguments that he was cheating yeah, while yeah. at the same time pointing out the blatantly obvious the blatantly reasons obvious reasons why he was cheating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um now one of the like he, uh, and, and then he went through, showed a bunch of pictures of some things, talked about a bunch of stuff. It was an entire waste of time and nothing burger where he he said a bunch of shit without saying, saying anything, anything yeah. and then was like, so that's my case. That's my response. It's like, oh, OK. So, I mean, there's like nothing. Um, and there's only a couple more things worth mentioning. Uh, one is. There is. One of the proposals was to have logical solutions was going to like go connect to his PC and like, you know, oh, go yeah. run through everything. Now, he said he's like, give me, you know, 45 minutes or whatever so I can like scrub the personal identifiable information, you know, like let me log out of my shit and let me, which is like, it's not unreasonable. Yeah. But at the same time, th yeah. that whole thing. The whole, all of this stuff, whether whether he was going to go and delete all of his cheats or whether yeah. he really wanted to delete, you know, like license.jpg <laughs> from his documents folder so he doesn't get doxxed. Yeah. It, it, it's nothing. It's meaningless. It's it's pointless because, yeah. A, if logical can first of all, I wouldn't want logical is cool and everything. I wouldn't let him connect to my PC. I wouldn't let fucking anybody connect to my PC. There's no goddamn way. I don't trust yeah. anybody like that. Yeah. Sorry, but you know, like, yeah, I wouldn't trust anybody, especially a content creator, because I these motherfuckers could plant evidence. I don't know, yeah, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's just I, I wouldn't do it, especially if I was innocent. If I was guilty, I definitely wouldn't do it. Yeah, but if I was innocent, I, I have nothing to gain from it because yeah. even if they find nothing, you just scrub your PC. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like that you get nothing from it. Yeah. At all. It's 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 a lose lose. Yeah. Um now one of the <laughs> things he did, there's a uh, content creator that I, I'm not really familiar with called Very Bad Scav, who had mm -hmm. a YouTube video where they had like gone in. I I don't know the details. I kind of just like went to the end of the video and started watching because someone linked me with a timestamp. Yeah. And he was basically like interviewing him. He had him like screen sharing his whole shit. Did you did you hear about this? Mm -hmm. So this is Oh God, this is the thing that like, it just hurts my brain. I just, I hate humanity. So he pulled up his device manager. Toast? Yes. Okay. And was screen sharing with very bad scab. Sc yep. And this is all recorded on the video. And uh, actually, you know what? I can probably pull it up here and show you um, because it's probably, it it's worth, it's worth looking at. Um <laughs> So apparently, very bad scab. So apparently, with AMD cards, yeah, um, there is I don't know if it's all or most, but there's basically like uh, something called a an, the direct memory access like device driver or something. Oh, okay. Um, and when he pulled it up, just let me show you. It was, I think, the hour and 11 minute one. Direct memory access controller. 
so yeah, he's going through kind of trying to defend himself. He shows like the network card, you know, this whole fucking thing, whatever. Okay, so he pulls up device manager. And when he pulls up the device manager, let me see real quick. Oh, nope, didn't mean to do that. So there was a couple of questions about like he's got this whole like um game aim view. Game aim view discord. Like these are all OBS windows. Okay. Now, my, I had a gut reaction as soon as I saw it. Everybody was sus about it, but when he showed it, it made sense, right? Like, you know how, like, Ghost Freak and a few other people, they have, like, the yes. zoom-in the zoom in crosshair yep. on the center of the screen that they put that little window elsewhere, right? So that, he shows he shows that, and that all checks out and everything. Um, but when he's going through, here it is. So he's going through, and you see direct memory access controller, <laughs> which... Again, let me preface this with AMD. Like it, most yeah. of the people that were in chat that have AMD uh, cards or uh, like you know devices, they have this. So this is normal. Yeah, this isn't proof. But he switched scenes. Someone mentioned something, and he very quickly like switches scenes. I- I'm I'm gonna fast forward a little bit. He switches scenes. Goes yeah, I don't know, and then like kind of panic clicks through a bunch of screens. Like going back and forth through uh-huh. like a bunch of the transitions, and then then they're like, "Wait a minute!" You know, he calls it out. He's like, "People in chat noticed that there was a thing," and when he goes back, it's gone. Oh, so here's what I think happened. I think, and again, <laughs> I can't know this, but my interpretation of what happened was: imagine he was cheating. Imagine he was using a DMA device. Imagine he didn't know or understand yeah. what, you know, like, so he saw it and was like, fuck, this proves I cheated. Yeah. So he uninstalled I'm gonna it. <laughs> I'm going to delete it without realizing that it actually wasn't sus. You know? And the deletion and then, of it is almost suspicious because it seems like in a panic. If I found that on my computer and I was innocent, I'd be like, yo, what is this? You know, somebody would do a Google search and be like, oh, well, that's a part of your CPU or whatever. And I'd be like, oh. Yeah, unless unless you unless like you had someone connect to your PC, right? Like that would that would be imagine if someone connected to your PC yeah. and then you found that. Yeah. I would suddenly go into fuck. Like really like conspiracy mode. Yeah. But assuming nobody connected to my PC and I had no reason to be suspicious of that. If I found that and I didn't know what it was, I would I would instantly say, okay, well, I'm going to wait for you guys to figure out why it's legit because I know it's legit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I know I'm not cheating. So I would wait for and, – and I know – and this is, the, this is the way you have to deal with it. You know everybody's going to be like, oh, caught in 4K, and yeah. you just need to sit through that and you need to eat it Yeah, because you know that you'll it'll be vindicated if you're legit, right? That's the way I would approach it. Now, granted, I've had a lot of time to think about how I might have reacted and all these all yeah. the cheaters I've talked to. And I, and I try to be honest and think, you know, and with that in mind, there's a world in which he actually is innocent. Yeah. And and just thought, uh, oh, God, panic thinking this is going to make me look yeah. bad. I don't know what it is. I, now, I think that's much less likely yeah. than he was guilty didn't realize it wasn't bad and then still deleted and it. deleted it, yeah. Bro, I am not built for this stuff. I, dude, I hate this. I feel like it's so much work and it doesn't go anywhere. You know what I mean? Like, 
it's it's we're ultimately right back to like the information we have makes him seem super sus and that he's cheating. But it's like it's just I don't know what people expect. People want that moment. You know what I mean? People want that moment where, you know, those crazy Reddit stories where like I, I zoomed in and I flipped the image and I mirrored it. And here's the serial number of the DMA device. Like we got you. We caught you red handed. But those moments just don't happen. And there's so much brain power that goes into like nitpicking. And it's like, I, I'm, I think that he's sus. I think he's cheating, but it's just, it just seems like it's just so much, I don't know, for nothing. So I'm whatever. People need to pick their I'm battles. I'm glad other people are doing it, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, no, I mean, this is, this just goes to show you why you can't jump on every little thing. You see direct memory access. I guarantee you yeah. somebody X'd out and instantly was writing on fucking Twitter. Yeah. Oh shit. Oh shit. And it's like, no, let's pump the brakes. Yeah. Let's make sure. You know that this is like, but but people they, they they can't be measured with with these kinds of investigations. Uh, they instantly uh, want to, you know, burn yeah. the witch and burn uh, the witch. And in all honesty, when if you're wrong, you're the asshole. Yeah, which is why I apologized initially. Now it turns out I didn't need to apologize initially, or at least now. Once again, even though fast forward, he was banned and removed from the yeah. streamer challenge. But I still reserve that there's a percentage chance. It's non-zero. It's not large. Yeah. But that there's a non-zero chance that he was cheating. And, you know, the, the interesting thing is that he that wasn't him being banned. That he was. That, that he wasn't. Sorry. Okay. Um, him being banned by BSG doesn't change, doesn't move the needle at all for me. Yeah. Well, yeah, it doesn't move the needle because it was already such a small percentage. Like, if, if you were 50-50 on him in BSG Bandom, you'd be like, okay, now I'm 99% sure he wasn't cheating. No, I, no, no. But now, Not but you were already 99% sure he was cheating. I That's how I would view it. Well, well but here's the thing. I don't, I don't know that, like, BSG banning them doesn't make me feel more confident that anybody's cheating. Uh, they're never unless they were to tell us why yeah. if they were to say we scanned his pc and we found a process running that then yeah. i then i would be 99.9999999999% yeah. sure with the only percentage remaining being they're lying yeah um but when it it really just comes down to the fact that public pressure yeah said bsg look at this guy yeah and we cannot know if they scanned his PC and found anything running or, you know, if he was running a DMA, then they yeah. probably didn't find anything. Yeah. So for all I know, it was based on clips and based on stats. And once again, I trust personally, I trust my personal analysis and judgment over suspicious gameplay over anybody at BSG looking at stats behind the scenes. Yeah. Unless unless they're looking at processes running on his PC. Yeah. And I don't trust my own judgment enough to want to flip the switch yeah. based purely on gameplay because I don't ever want to I wouldn't want to falsely ban somebody because of some short-sighted whatever. Yeah. So him being banned by BSG doesn't really actually it it, it takes me from 98% to 98.4%. Yeah. Sure that he's cheating. Yeah. Um I 
couldn't care less about the whole thing. I, I just like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I mean, not about your opinion of it, but just about like, I, I just like, I just have so little brain. So many people, the amount of people that have asked me about like the suddenly toast situation. It's like, dude, I have no available brain power to like sift through the vitriol of Twitter. And you know what I mean? Like I saw some clips. Thank Christ. I'm not in the position to make the decision. BSG removed him from the tourney. So did they actually ban his account? That I, I believe, I believe, yeah, I his, his, so. his tournament account and main account were both banned. Okay. They banned his account. They took him out of the tournament. That's good enough for me. I'm not saying that that, like, like I, I agree with what you're saying. They've banned people and unbanned them before. You know what I mean? Uh, the, and, it was a manu- and it was a manual ban. The, the, uh, the irony there being Vibin was banned last year and now is getting a streamer item because he won the term, the streamer challenge. Now, what was he banned for last he year was for a manual for the, ban? The, the, the like, um, RMT apocalypse. I took viewer kit. Yeah, that that whole cluster of a situation. I just think it's funny. Um, anyways, so like, I don't know. I just, I, I just don't, I don't know. I just don't care. I'm not saying it's not, I'm not saying I don't care that people are cheating. I'm glad that people that I trust like you and like Trey looked into it. I'm glad that if, that if BSG thinks he was cheating, that they banned him. I'm glad if he's cheating, I hope he steps on a Lego, his computer explodes and he can never buy a new one. You know what I mean? Screw him if he's cheating. But I just like. Thank God, that's all I have to say. You know what I mean? Like, I just, you know, it's whatever. He got out of the tournament, which is great. And real people got to win. So, I don't know. But it was an interesting situation because you kind of got roped in because of what had happened last year. Um, you, know, you know what the sad part is of this, though? Any fucking random anonymous person, it's not like he had a face cam, any of this stuff. Any random anonymous person could come out of nowhere, cheat in an event for two or three days. They'd yeah. make fucking they'd make a bunch of money from ad revenue and from subs and, and people yeah. hate watching and all that other bullshit. And then they could get banned and then go back into their fucking crawl back into the, the swamp yeah. hole that they it came sucks. from. And you know, like you know, I'm sitting here I was sitting here on fucking Diablo with eighty five viewers and Mans was sitting with six or seven hundred viewers. Yeah. You know, it's like Yep. It sucks. It really does. Watching. It's just insane to stream yourself cheating, bro, and compete. It's just like, what? That's insane. Um now the only other thing like from the streamer challenge that I felt brutal about was like so I was watching on the last day. I, I kinda didn't I, I didn't really consume a lot of content of it because I just didn't feel like watching people farm scabs all day. But I was watching Trey on uh I was watching Trey on Tuesday, which I think or no Monday, I don't know, Tuesday night, Monday night, whatever. I was watching Trey the last day. It was the last day. It was the last few hours. He was in fourth place. They switched it to the first top three get streamer items. He was in fourth place, and uh, dude, it was brutal. 
It was brutal. For like four straight hours, it was every single person in the world was stream sniping him. It was just like it there were enough people on every server trying to stream snipe him that it didn't matter. Like he was server hopping every single way. It just didn't matter. He's a big How did how did we how do we know they were stream sniping? Just all I mean, like I watched for a little bit and even I was like, that's super suck. I mean, just like he would make no noise and they would just like run up. Some some of them would just straight up VoIP at him. Hey Trey. Like, I mean, it was oh, it was yeah. not yeah, it was like, of course, maybe if there were 30 clips where we were all like that guy was stream sniping, maybe three or four of them, right? We got it wrong. But it wasn't like, let's take a second here. It was pretty it was pretty gross. Yeah, yeah. Um and it was it was the it was like um, the perfect, uh, it was the perfect, I'm sure everybody got stream sniped, right? I'm sure Vibin did. I'm sure the, uh, I forget what his name is, Tomatia or something that did it as well. The guy that came in first place, but it was the, it was the perfect concoction of like, he was, he's like a bigger, he's a big streamer and he was, um, fourth close to third. So like, I'm not at all saying that the top three didn't deserve it. The guy in third obviously crushed the tournament and probably had to deal with stream snipers of his own. So I'm not here to say like, Trey deserves the item, man. Screw you. All I'm saying is that when I was watching Trey, it was just brutal that it was so bad that it was, that it was happening. So brutal when he was so close to third, you know what I mean? It was, it wasn't that anybody that got it doesn't deserve it. It was just like the... You know, you watch a tournament because you want those moments, right? Like, you want the, like, upset. You want the, like, what's going to happen? You want it to be tight. Like, as a viewer, you want the drama. And the fact that, like, it was just, like, so yucky at the end. I just felt bad. Once again, like, huge. And even Trey was, like, literally all three of the guys that won deserve it. You know what I mean? Trey wasn't, like, I was robbed. He was super chill about it. Obviously, he was frustrated. But it was just, like, it was just gross, man. Now what I, I now what I wonder is during any of that period of time was that when because I know Trey was doing like fucking analysis like on yeah. stream. I wonder how much time did he waste his time fucking I uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I did he waste any of it in the middle of that eight hours or whatever? I where... think I think he had a few days earlier on in the challenge where he like wasn't sure if he was gonna do it. And so I don't know if he like did all eight hours every day, but he was he was close to third. He was close to third, but, um, but yeah, ultimately, um, the streamer challenge ended top three, uh, get streamer items. Um, it was, you know, it definitely was what it was. We talked last week about how I felt like, you know, could have potentially been a more engaging thing, but, uh, it ended. They got some streamer items. It was dramatic <laughs> to say the least <laughs> the entire thing and uh it's over thank christ yeah well the top the top 12 were all cheating and i have proof yep you i didn't even compete first. i'm coming out i'm coming and out with an expose if you want subscribe to the, the my patreon personal patreon yeah. uh, tier three sub on twitch subscribe to my patreon don't worry video will be coming out soon he's going to expose everyone <laughs> with, with, with proof everyone exposed he's gonna expose uh, everyone yeah jesse's feet picks are also a part of that wait no yeah i'm getting, exposing everything you're getting feet doxxed oh god um well yeah so let's move on from that because the streamer challenge just 
sucked. That whole thing was just oof. Now, we did get... They did a Tarkov TV Live dev podcast on Tuesday, the final day of the challenge. And uh, I'm sure... Have you seen any videos? Have anybody talked? I'm sure people have been like... A million people have come in and I've said, I'll wait for the podcast. I'll wait, I'll, I'll wait for Jesse to... I was was uh, driving to my... Uh, wait, when was this? I'm trying to remember. I couldn't... Right, okay, this was when I was gone. I was taking care of stuff with my grandmother. Yeah, that's I was gone that day. Otherwise, I was going to watch. Oh, the cast? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, we got quite a few things going on. So... Um, we'll just kind of, I guess, work through chronologically what they talked about. Um, obviously they were like, we're working on arena and we're working on the big patch that's coming up. They talked about how some of the tech technical patches they've been doing have been like working on the matchmaker. So they were supposed to be like, they were supposed to add a new matchmaker that was supposed to speed up like matching times and just be more efficient with matching people in that was supposed to come between the August wipe and the December wipe. We haven't heard anything about that. And then he can kind of randomly was like, it's actually already implemented in some regions. Like they're rolling it out slowly. I don't know. Nobody's ever really noticed it. I don't think so. Um, but that was the last we heard about that. Um, he talked a little bit about like a new, they're gonna have a new launcher. Okay. Here's where an interesting thing is. He was like, update on Unity. You know how they were supposed to move to Unity 2021? And mm -hmm. that was supposed to happen in like the spring. And it was going to be like a mid-white patch in the spring. And then they said they were going to do it in the summer. The very first roadmap we ever got from them, ever, was this year. It was early. And they were like, we're going to do the Unity update, and then we're going to wipe in the summer. And then we never got the Unity update. And then they said they were going to add the Unity update with the wipe in August. Mm -hmm. And then we didn't get it then. And in the updated roadmap, they said that we're going to get the Unity update between the August wipe and the December wipe. And we haven't got it. And what they've kept saying each time that they've kind of mentioned this was, it's pretty much done. We're super close. We just ran into a little issue and we don't want to delay these other features. So we're going to push out this match while we work it out. Well, on this podcast, he said, we're skipping Unity 21 and we're going to update the game to Unity 2023 in 20 next year in 2024. So that we never got to 21 and all the work they put into 21, I guess, is not coming to fruition. And then they're going to skip Unity 2022 and Tarkov is going to get migrated to Unity 2023 next year. Okay. Interesting. I just feel like I just feel like there's more under the covers there, you know? You know? I mean, yeah. Like I have no fucking idea. I feel like there's more to that than like, because he didn't really say why, and they were so close. Or at least that's what they said. They were so close to, like, bringing out Unity 2021. I don't know. Obviously, 
So these things, talking about these things are always hard because like a, a, a question I get super commonly is like, well, what's going to, what is Unity 2021 going to fix? And I was like, it's not, it's not like a bug fix for a problem, right? Like it's hard to explain to people what an engine upgrade is, especially since I barely know myself. Oh, hell yeah. You got some pizza? I've been distracted. My wife's like, I got you pizza. It's like my doorbell rang and I'm like, oh, fuck, I can't go get the door. <laughs> wow. W wife. W Mrs. Veritas, by the way. Hell yeah, dude. I don't know. So it was just interesting. And I felt like there was a little bit more under the covers there. You know what I mean? But we're not getting Unity 21 or 22. We're getting Unity 23 and there's no date for it just next year. And nobody understands what Unity 2021 would have done. Nobody understands what Unity 2023 is going to do. They're not telling us what it's going to do. It's complicated, and everybody wants to know, and everybody keeps asking, and I don't know how to answer the question because I don't know what it's going to do, and it's coming next year. Unity. Agree. Unity. Unity. Fresh comes freshness. Unity. Freshness. Yep. Unity crashes. Still, to this day. To this day. Uh, okay. We're getting a new map next wipe called Ground Zero. Yeah? You want to show... A what? You want to show the video? Send it to you. You fucking what, mate? You what, new mate? Dude, there's like nine other maps that have been like, uh, that have been like on the map screen that we'll never get. Correct. That we will never get. <laughs> Here's the thing. We knew this was coming, though. They've been saying for years that eventually they were going to do like a tutorial zone, like a tutorial map. This is that map. Only people under a certain level can queue on this map. They're not sure what that level is. They're not sure if they want to do 15 or 20. I can tell that they're conflicted. They want it to be 20 because they don't want people to basically level out of this map in like two days. But they also know that unlocking the flea market would make it weird for like some people in there having the flea market and some people won't. So they're like trying to think of what to do between 15 and 20. But they're going to decide on a level and you'll only be able to queue into this map if you're under that level. This map is inside of Streets of Tarkov, like geographically, which mm -hmm. is why it looks the same. It's a small map. They said the loot isn't going to be like crazy. But it's going to be, in my opinion, I think it's great. I think this is an awesome way, especially so many people ask me, like, uh, it's late wipe. Should I should I hop in or should I wait until the next wipe? You know what I mean? So, like, I think it's cool that they that there's going to be a place basically where you can hop in and not get just, like, schwacked by, you know, me, right? By, like, level 61 Giga Chad with a mutant on your very first day. Um, so, and it looks sick because it looks like more of streets. It looks like a streets expansion. <laughs> So is this the only map you can go to? No. Or is this... Okay. Yeah. It's just you can't go to this map when you're above. I'm sure... Because, like, we also know that originally they said that, like, when we have the storyline quests, you're going to start on streets and you're going to have to unlock access to each of the maps, right? When the storyline quests come out, we're all going to start on this map. We're going to have to do, like, five quests on this map. Then we'll unlock streets or customs and it'll go from there so like this will be where we start eventually but um i i have a terrible feeling that it's going to be somehow for some reason some way this is going to be 
60% new new players and 30, 40% cheater, smurf, like somehow. It's just going to be well. It like was, I, I don't they think won't that need the. To. I don't think the new player experience is going to be different on this map. I hope I'm wrong, but I, I have a weird suspicion that it, it's like. It's... I I genuinely do. I genuinely do think it'll be better because of the way the game is, you, it's your account is important enough to you to not want to smurf it. People are too cheap to buy additional accounts. Cheating, that might be a thing. Um. And there's not a whole lot of value in doing it because you won't be fighting people with high high tier gear, and you won't be able to get bitcoins or high tier loot from it. So I think there like, are some. I feel like it, this is going to be okay. So look at it this way: some cheaters cheat solely for like some sort of financial gain, right? Yeah. I think a decent amount of cheaters cheat because they like the power and the bullying and sure. they like to fuck with people. And this is the ultimate. It's yeah. the ultimate. Yeah. And it's going to be. Like, if you think about the entire player base, like what percentage of the player base is under level 20? I wonder, is that half? Is it 10 percent? Is it 80 percent? I yeah, uh, I think it's a decent chunk. I, I understand what you're saying. I just disagree on the numbers. And ultimately, neither of us know, right? We're just going to have to wait and see. And the other reason why I don't think people will smurf is that you won't have to. <laughs> Nikita was like, only PMCs 15 and under or whatever level they decide will be able to go here. But anyone will be able to player scav there anytime. <laughs> oh, so it's yeah. just going to be like every other map. With just worse loot. So, like, that, on the other hand, nobody's going to want to reset their account so that they can smurf on that map. But people absolutely will player scav on that map because why not? Why not go smack around some level threes? Yeah. They, they... Oh. I was like, ooh... I don't know about that. I kind of hope it they needs change to, it. It needs to be, like, player scav gated at, like, level three player scav. I agree. In my opinion, I agree because that's like what that's like three scav raids. Yeah, three to ten scav raids, depending on how they go. I agree. I really it, do. And that would be there's a lot less player scavs and player scavs are arguably going to be the most difficult for new players to contend with because the new players are slow as fuck and yeah. they're scared. So that means they're they're the ones getting killed by the PMCs that were in and out that are now just doing laps. Yeah, you know. Um, and they're gonna get dominated by yeah by the player scabs, bro. Oh my god, it's yeah. So yeah, I mean, <laughs> I guess like my whole I don't have a good feeling. It was less about like the specific reasons or the specific yeah. it, the specific reasons or people for what they're gonna be doing, and more and more that a map for new players. Yeah, it's not going to be a map for new players. Yeah. It's going to be a map for new players to get shit on, which is every map. Yeah. I I, I still think it's a good thing. I still think it'll be valuable. I think if they change the player scav rule, uh, I really do think and hope it'll be a good map for new players. Because even 50% less toxic than any other map is still really toxic, but at least it's less toxic than other maps. But obviously the jury is still out there.
it should be no player scavs a bunch of like level one bots like the worst possible bots turned down like lower than what they are yeah. on, anywhere else I agree. and there's like two then like two pmcs per raid yeah, it's effectively an offline raid. Yeah, with a small risk of running into a PMC. With and all you can walk away with are like shitty scav guns. Yep, yeah. uh, dude, it wouldn't be a bad idea because that would that would effectively give you the you get like free kit. You know how like the whole yeah. idea of like do you always have one free kit that yeah. you can use? It's that, but you have to earn it. Yeah, yeah, in yeah, a yeah. very easy way. Yeah. So it'll be interesting. Obviously, the map design is great. I love streets. It's basically a small streets expansion that you can't access. It's going to be cool. Um, they, uh, But that is coming with the patch. It's called Ground Zero. They uh, they played, Nikita and Demirka played a few rounds of Arena on the newest build where they had like, we didn't have at TwitchCon, we didn't have the um, kill cam where when you died, it like showed you the guy and that was working in this build. So they were showing that off where like Nikita would die and then it would show the perspective through the little like camera lens of the guy that killed him. Um, so that was kind of cool because that worked pretty well. What I want to see, I can't wait to see is if I'm streaming and I get killed by another streamer, I want to see three things. Me dying, the kill cam, and the other streamer's perspective. Yeah. I bet you there'll be three different things. Wait, what do you mean you dying? I want to see, like, from my perspective, like, right now when we compare a uh, one streamer and another streamer, it's like, oh, he was behind the wall, you never saw him. Yeah. I want to see the kill cam as, like, some extrapolation where it's in between, where, like, it's not going to be reflective, accurate of either person. Oh. It's going to be somewhere in the middle. Oh, no, well, the kill cam is was literally just, like, the POV of the guy that killed you, just with, like, a filter that makes it look like you're watching it on a VA, VA, uh, VHS. Well, so the, the but the I guess the question is how is that? Yeah, there's multiple ways they could have implemented it. I don't think they did it. I think they probably did it. So here's two ways: they could be recording all of your inputs. Yeah, like they do in in Valorant. You have all of your inputs, and they basically redo the entire simulation server side. Yeah. Um. And it could be like a replay of that, in which case that would be like a no latency. Yeah. That that would be so if that was the case, oh god, I mean that would be different than what both people see. Because you, what you end up with is like a snapshot of what's on the server, which is yeah. that person plus a plus 50 milliseconds and that person plus 50 milliseconds played back yeah. and it could recreate it. Right. Or it could literally be that it like the game is screen capping the, vi yeah. the visual yeah. of what's on screen, right? Like some iteration of that where yeah. almost like a replay buffer where it keeps the yeah. last X seconds in memory. Yeah. It could be like that too. Now, if it's like that, well then that should be identical to streamer number two. Yes. Now yeah. I, I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say I bet you there's gonna be some discrepancy. I hope. Yeah. I hope I'm wrong, but I just have a feeling yeah. that it's gonna be some third version. Yeah. I which see if you, you go mean. to my Twitch, you come into my stream and you do exclamation point kill cam, you see my little visual that I put on Twitter, which is like yeah, a roundabout conversation. It's a fucking circular flow chart. Yeah. About the logic around the kill cam that 
is what I suspect. Yeah, well, that's yeah, there's there's like people who are like, we need to kill Cam because that will be the end all be all for cheaters. It's like and then there's just like we need to kill Cam because I think a kill Cam would be cool. And in arena, they're implementing a kill Cam. And I just think it's cool. You'll be able to see what happened or you can skip it and go to spectating your team. You know what I mean? And uh, um, and it was working and we saw it a few times because Nikita died quite a bit. So um, <laughs> nice. The whole because it was all devs. It was Nikita, Demirka, and literally eight other devs, and they were all like, "It was, it was just funny." You know what I mean? Like, cause yeah, it was just funny. It was funny to see him all play. Um, Nikita's sounds he was making while playing were just S tier. He was just like while he was shooting at someone. It was so good. I need to watch that. It was so good. Um. And then, oh yeah, wait. So that was a, that was kind of a side thing. I remember watching. I don't. I don't remember the details, but wasn't Nikita playing at some point when we were in Vegas at TwitchCon? Yeah, it was Sunday. And I recall. And I recall. Oh, they were winning. Yeah, it was like it was like the the BSG dev team against like someone else, and they were winning, and they were doing quite well. Yeah, which like my. My, I, I don't remember any details. All I remember is my takeaway is, oh, Nikita's above average at the game. Yeah, yeah. Which is like kind of a fuck so, you to everybody who's like, they don't play their own game. Like, okay, well, Nikita's better than you are. <laughs> yeah. Now, that again, that's not to say that he necessarily has all of the right perspectives for on... For sure, uh, for you sure. Know, what, but he, he ain't a slouch. Yeah. So respect... Where yep. respect is due. Now, granted, I know he recently, it was probably like a year ago that we last talked, where yeah. or around the time where like Tarkov going in the in the wrong direction, that yeah. video, where talking to Nikita, he had said, I recently jumped back into it. Yeah. And, and, and he, he was like, I agree. Like, with... The game is not what it I want it to be. It does not feel good right now. Yeah. Um, so maybe he hadn't played for a while, maybe took a few years off, which yeah. would be completely fucking reasonable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like honestly expected yeah uh, honestly but uh but then he hopped back in the saddle but yeah he's probably been playing ever since just to shit on all the people that and he probably he's... has been playing arena quite a bit for yeah. the same reason to like be like okay how is this feeling you know what i mean we're doing all the dev work but like how is this feeling um so then after they talked about arena for a little bit um same same information we got which is uh early december they're going to like they, they want to release it early December. They're going to do it kind of like CS2 did it where it's going to come out in waves. They're going to try to get the waves like as, you know, frequently as possible, but they don't want to melt and overload the servers. Uh, how people will get selected is based on how long they've had Tarkov or like arena, like the earliest people to pre-order arena or the, the longest people that have had Tarkov. I think a mixture of both because people there's obviously a wave of people that have pre-ordered arena that don't have Tarkov. I feel like that number is relatively small. But but it's not zero, so there's probably going to be yeah. a mixture of like some of those people they want to reward. But I but I think most of it will probably be um, people that have had Tarkov the longest. What you need to do though is if you have Edge of Darkness and you have a like if you don't have Edge of Darkness and you've pre-ordered Arena, you've already done this because you went on the Arena site and you pre-ordered it. If you have Edge of Darkness, in order for your name to be in the list of things they can pick from. You have to go to arena.tarkov.com and log in with your Tarkov credentials. Because once you do that, it goes, oh, yeah, you already have this game. 
But if you have never done it, then you haven't like told the arena servers that you're an EOD user and they won't see that you have it. That's kind of how he explained it. So I've been trying, but he kind of blew past it. And I had already done that. I had logged in and seen that. And so I kind of knew what he was talking about. So I'm trying to get that word out. Like if you have EOD, just go to arena.tarkov.com and just log in and then log out. Like that's literally all you have to do is log in. It'll say, yeah, you have the Rizzy edition because you have uh, EOD. Log in, log out. But, I didn't know that. I'll have to do that yeah. too. Um, but early December, they're doing it in waves. They're going to try and get the waves out as early as possible. Um, that's all we know. Pretty much about Arena. Now, then he went into the the meat and potatoes of the podcast talking about what's coming in the new patch. But before we hop into that, I do want to take a second and thank the second sponsor for this episode. And that is BetterHelp. Obviously, we've worked with them for a while. We love BetterHelp. We are going into the fall season, the holiday season, and a lot of people struggle around this time. You know what I mean? Seasonal depression. A lot of people have uh, just had hard spots in their lives around the holidays, and that mixture is oftentimes a recipe for uh, just being really down all the time or just like legitimately really, really hard traumatic times. So um, BetterHelp wants you to know that they're, they're there for you. We've gushed over BetterHelp for a while now being a convenient, easily accessible way to get access to what is potentially could be the most important thing you ever do, which is finding an outlet, finding somebody who's trained and licensed to be there with you and talk with you and help you and uh, help you process, you know, some of these things that you might be going through. So we definitely love better help. Yeah, we, we, we talk about all the different reasons, you know, why you might why, why anybody might need therapy. Right. Like there's a million yeah. different million different things, whether it's it's mental health depression motivation um you know whether you're having issues with your relationship or your job yep um there's there's never anything wrong with like admitting that you need a little bit of help literally yep. every everybody can benefit from this at some aspect of their life and the, the 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 one of the best things that proves that for me at least is how many different things I come up with there's always something to talk about lately my mental health with streaming with video games and stuff has been much better um but you know I've been dealing with as you know I've talked about before dealing with stuff with my grandmother and that's like yeah. really tough man like you know dealing with dementia and 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 there's a lot of a lot of decisions you got to make that it's really nice to be able to bounce those yeah. kinds of things off of a mental health professional ethical things you know do, do you do i lie to my grandmother with dementia to make you know to make her not stress you know like these yeah. kinds of things that you can talk to your friends and you can talk to your family you might not want to burden with them yeah uh, you know burden them with those kinds of things and they might not necessarily be qualified to really yeah. give you you know professional unbiased advice so yeah i mean better help it just changed my life for the better and and uh yeah, yeah I'd, I'd recommend it to anybody. That, and, and and in my personal experience with therapy, it's funny, I'd never thought about that before, but was exactly that. Going in for a specific thing and feeling eventually feeling really good about that specific thing and then staying for multiple years after. Because yep. there is always a thing. There's always a source of anxiety. There's always a source of stress. There's always something going on. And like, you know, you, you get over the hump, something big enough happens in your brain to be like, okay, I need this. And then you realize how valuable it is. You don't and, want to give and that up. And you don't up. want to give it up. Yeah, for sure. For sure. 
So, uh, so like we said, BetterHelp, very convenient, all online, super easy to uh, schedule, super easy to swap around until you find someone that you really feel like you connect with. Uh, it's pretty cool. We love it. So you can find your bright spot this season with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash podcast today and get 10% off your first month. That is BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash podcast. Thank you so much to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Gracias. Gracias. So I got crumbs. I got crumbs pizza in crumbs. my bong here all over the place. Whoa. <sighs> you want to put crumbs in your bong? Crum crumbs in no crumbs in my bung. Bung. That's a that's a reference that from another podcast oh. that one person listening could, would get. I couldn't tell if it was crumbs in your bum or crumbs in your bum. <laughs> crumbs in your yeah. Bum. I don't. I don't have no. My bong is is where I keep my basketball <laughs> in the sky, and I, and I don't own a basketball so. Oh yes, you only get this quality content here, folks. And for for everybody Patreon. fucking listening on audio, that was a Coca Cola bottle. <laughs> Didn't throw that out there. Oh God! All right. So, uh, blitz through what is coming in the wipe in December, and we're gonna have some video, some more multimedia are, are, are you you sending me i will as we go um oh, that pizza was so good it looks really good from do they have blaze pizza where you yes from? blaze is good it's kind of newish um yeah it's good blaze is good blaze is really good um we're getting the new not map proper. huh yeah no but, but please god <laughs> yeah hook my boy up are you are you are you sponsored by any pizza place? No, yeah, so and I tried so hard. We need hot pockets. We got pizza rolls. There's got Elio's. Somebody, anyone, hit, dude, hit a brother up. And literally anyone. Okay, the new map or so the new patch. We are getting the new map Ground Zero. We're getting they they push back the third or the second expansion of streets, but they are adding a little bit to streets. He said there's they're opening up some more interiors. Uh, so they're going to work on optimizing the map. We're getting a little bit more, but not like a huge streets update. We don't have multimedia right. for this, but this is insane. Oh, and I forgot about this. I'm so excited to get your thoughts. The BTR. Remember that? It was in the the first trailer for streets. Oh, like the people mover? The tank? Yeah, the thing, tank. It's not the... a tank. Yeah, yeah. The BTR. It's coming in this patch in December, and it's going to rotate around streets. And you will be able to, he said it's for hire. You will be able to pay it to transport you, which is fascinating because streets is big, but not that big. But I guess if you're like full of stuff and you get an armored transport to like near where your extract is, I don't know. I don't know. How can, many... it, can you blow it up? Is there, no, or is it like, not can, yet. Is it like the, the train? It is like the train currently. Um, huh. So, for hire to transport you. It is for hire for covering fire because there is a 30 millimeter cannon on top of it. It's not like a tank, but it does have a big, big boom. So you're going to be able to covering fire. God only knows what that means. Like, what is the process of paying the money, selecting I want covering fire and pointing where you want it? Like, what does that look like? You know? 
I don't is know. It, is it going to be like fucking Call of Duty where it's like the PDA? Yeah. <laughs> I actually think that would be sick. Low key. I actually think that would be sick. And Veritas, you will be able to hire it to extract loot for you. Finally. Interesting. And there's only, it's only one, like what, Finally. once per raid, per, like one time per raid on one map. I think so. Where it's at. And it's only on streets. The BTR is only so, on streets. So I wouldn't, I'd never be able to use it. Yeah. But it's at least a proof of concept. You know what I mean? Yep. It's at least moving in the right direction. We've wanted dead drops in this game for so long. We've talked about it so many times. And Streets is the map to do it. Because the other thing we've always talked about is there's not a whole lot of reason to do it right now when like some raids are only 25 minutes long, 30 minutes long, right? Streets is the biggest map in the game. It's going to get bigger. It's got long timer. This is the map to do it on, and then maybe if they eventually either add the make the raid timers longer or start stitching some of the maps together, they can start doing this in other places. I wait. So you can. So there's like a bunch of different things you can hire it for. Yeah. So not. It's not only like how do you like choose where the fuck to just shoot. It's what's the UI to choose like yeah. what. Hi, I'd like a pepperoni pizza. No, I would like you to come clean my garage. Nope, yeah. I would like you to blow up grandma's house. Yep. I don't know. And that was a reference to Call of Duty 4, by the way. Not my grandmother's house. Uh, <laughs> uh, if anybody remembers Call of Duty 4, there was actually a place on one of the maps that I think was called Overgrown. Right? Is it Overgrown, chat? It was called, you know, Grandma's House? Never mind. Cod for Overgrown. <laughs> Grandma's House. Which house is Grandma's House on Overgrown? I was right. 13 years ago. Jesus Christ. Damn. All right. Interesting. Uh, so we're getting the BTR. It's finally coming. And there's a lot of interesting questions around what the hell that means. Uh, we're getting the new boss. I was wondering if because they were postponing the new expansion, if we were going to get the new boss or not. But we are. I think this is the one that's Kaban's like twin brother from the... Chronicles of Regime series. Yeah. Um, his name is Kolontai. And Nikita said, I don't know how to translate what that means. <laughs> Kolontai? Yeah. Like something like that. Something along those lines. We are getting the uh, Shoreline expansion or update. He kept saying this. The update. Yeah, what the fuck does that mean? And when specifically and explicitly asked, he just said, "We're just updating shoreline." Like, <laughs> like did anybody did anybody know about this? What are they doing? I didn't know they were going to okay. do anything with shoreline. So, imagine if they added a resort like near the water. Here's the deal. I, everything. I don't know anything. Everything is up in the air. At I think like. Dreamhack or no, what was the other one? What was the one they did early? They did Gamescom in Germany and they did a QA and there was like a thing. And I think that Nikita mentioned that you know the terminal or whatever that's the on the southeast side of the map where the mines are? We all thought that was the map terminal. I don't think it is. I think that's the shoreline expansion. Because he mentioned adding uh, the Russian regular army 
as a faction of AI onto Shoreline that would man those turrets, and that would be the faction that's more friendly to bears than USEX, like the rogues are more friendly to USEX than bears. Hmm. And so everybody's kind of thinking that they're opening up that little terminal, which will be a whole, like, shipping, you know, thing. Connexes everywhere, boats, warehouses. It's not that much of a footprint, but it's like a whole new area. Yeah. POI that's not resort, you know what I mean? Which could be interesting. I would imagine that in addition to that, I would hope to Christ that in addition to that, they're going to update Shoreline, maybe update some of the POIs. Please, for the love of God, fix the audio in the resort. It's it's like, it's the new like worst spot in the game for audio. Like there have been many. It was interchanged for a while and they finally put the audio. Like the resort is so bad. Um, and it's still, it's the year of our Lord 2023 and I still can't shoot out the construction lights when I've got night vision on, on, in in the resort, you know what I mean? So Year of our Lord. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> uh shoreline update. We have no idea like he hasn't confirmed what that is, but uh there are some suspicions based on what he said that it's gonna be those things. Now mm. for our next multimedia presentation. Veritas, this I'm just gonna I'm just gonna see what you think. We are getting vaulting. This next white. And here is what it currently looks like. Pull that up for me, Jamie. <laughs> oh beautiful. Um, I think it looks uh. That's quick as fuck. Quick, dude. It looks God damn. so good. It looks so good. I can't wait for the first person to like day one. First person's going to go vault and they're going to go fucking skyrocket this, in the air 700 feet. This dude. Uh, how many times have you played Lighthouse and wanted to actually harm something trying to jump up those things? Dude, out the window. Oh, I'm so excited for this, dude. Okay, you know what? You know what's missing from this though? What? It's the stamina bar. It probably takes nine. They, dude, it is dude. missing. We even went back to look, dude. It's missing and it's brutal. I think the stamina is the biggest question. I was really worried about this. This to me looks as good as I could have ever hoped for them. It's not a three second quick time event. Your gun stays up the entire time and it happens quick enough to actually be worth doing because half of the time when you're trying to jump up on something in the back of your head, you know, it's a 50 50 shot if you make it and then you have to jump again, knowing that you're going to vault up on something and how quick it is being able to how many times that right there, dude, you just saw him vault out of a window. How many times have you tried to jump out of a window on reserve, but you didn't crouch enough, so you have to jump and then crouch and then put your head down and then squeeze out the window? Like, it looks as good. Like, I was really surprised. It Bro, looks I, I have questions. as good as it could have possibly looked, in my it, it opinion. Really, it really does look very good. In my opinion, there's two very important things to consider. 
Yeah. That that will dictate how it feels. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And the question is, do you have to hit like spacebar, or it, there's a world in which like if you just like shift, like walk yeah. into or, or your whatever like into a thing, it automatically climbs. That um, I don't know. Is the key binding of it? We don't know yet. Yeah. Like, does it happen automatically, or do you have to press a button? So that's one thing. Um. Actually, okay. There's three things worth mentioning. So that's the first. The second is. Uh, the angle, if you're coming in at a very acute angle, not like perfectly perpendicular yeah. to like a, a window, right? But if you're coming from almost like the side, yeah, and you just like quickly turn, but you don't have momentum going, yeah, yeah, there, yeah, yeah. You know, perpendicular. Actually, wait, that looked like maybe it was a good example. Maybe not. I like looked away. Okay, yeah, maybe not. Um, so then that's part of it. Is is yeah? I see what you're saying. The angle. The other part is if it is like, let's say you have to hit spacebar, which I hope I kind of hope that you have to hit spacebar. I don't want it to like I don't want to accidentally. Yeah, correct. I, I hope it's um, a key bind. I don't want it to be I don't want it to be automatic. The. There's a window. Of time where hitting spacebar should initiate. A jump versus initiate the vaulting yeah. animation, right? If you hit spacebar when you're 10 feet away, it should jump, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the the way that they get this right is it needs to be kind. There needs to be a little bit of wiggle room where if you hit it just slightly too early, it still, like, waits. Well, I hope it's just not spacebar. I hope it's a separate keybind. Well, regardless, whether it's spacebar or, or or that, because if it's if it's another keybind, you're gonna hit the button and nothing will happen. Oh, you're yeah, okay, okay, okay. What I don't want to do is be sprinting, 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 sprinting. You go to hit the button, you hit it just a foot too early before the yeah. window, and then nothing happens, and then you walk into the windowsill. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And then you die, right? So this is just something that like a lot of games that, that like speed runnable games yeah. that they do very well games that have really good movement yeah. where there's like, there's some wiggle room to where, to where the, um, what am I trying to say? Like to, to where the, yeah, the trigger like the point, point of is. action is where like, if yeah. I want to do this, it has to be at this point, giving a little bit of wiggle room uh, is good. So, yeah, that, I mean, that's a good question, right? If I'm one inch off the wall, will I vault to over it? If I'm two inches off the wall, if I'm a foot off the wall, like, where's the threshold? And is it wide enough to, like, you know, have some margin for error? But, like, none of those questions, like, we, we you know, we're able to see from this. But, like, dude, it, in my opinion, it looks so good. It, it looks very good, yeah. And a couple like, of people are saying the animations impressive. look a little... Honestly, the, the animations like third person do look a tiny bit janky, but it doesn't matter yes, to me. The, I don't give I, a fuck. I actually appreciate that the animations look janky because it doesn't matter realistically, and I would so much rather them work on functionality. If you're a player, it needs to work and be usable. Good. And if my big toe clips through the counter that does dude it does not matter you know what i mean it needs to be functional it needs to be good and them spending another year on this making the animations perfect or you know just like i was actually happy to see that because that's what it told me is that it was like functionality came first 
and and nobody, you know what I mean? Like nobody's immersion is being broken. You know what I, I mean? I just want to see. I want to see someone die mid animation. Yeah, yeah. Just, I want to see the guy put his legs over, die, and then go like, you know, like yeah. have that momentum carry. Yeah, or if it's yeah, just gonna yeah, be yeah. like <laughs> insta on the ground, you know, or yeah. whatever. I don't know. But Dude, I'm I'm impressed. I I'm was impressed. very impressed with this. I was very impressed with this. It looked it looked so good excited. the first time we saw it, but there were still some questions. Yes. This is even better than it was before. Um and I forget what it was. There was something maybe it was like how they landed or how long it took. Yeah. There was like something about the original animations that were like, ah, it's good, but a little bit janky. Yeah. This function functionality and feeling wise, I mean, we can't know how it feels until you put the of, controller of course, in my hands, right? But looking at it it looks smooth as fuck dude you you don't like lose you know like when you see the guy running he doesn't like have to stop yes. and then vault yeah so that's my question is like do you have to get the timing perfect hopefully yeah. there's enough of a buffer where yeah. any most reasonable people you'll hit the button and, and it'll work you'll be fine yep um yeah dude we rarely get to see um things in multiple stages of development from bsg Right. We normally just get it. We normally just like, here's VoIP or here's this. So they gave us a sneak peek before and we were like, oh, I'm excited for that. Like, it'll be interesting to see it. And then they show us this and I'm like, wow, that looks good. I have those exact same questions. Exactly. Like, OK, how is how how is this going to be? How, you know, how granular of control do I have over it? Exactly. That's a good point. I hadn't thought about like the angle. If I'm coming in at a certain angle, do I have to completely turn my character or can I hit it and it'll it'll pull me over you know what i mean all great questions but what we saw w I, now it, what would be even better a, a more massive w is if like you know if you were kind of like even just walking and holding down the trigger you could yeah i wonder that too i want to know you can shoot i want to know because you're going to get surprised you're going to bust through a window and be like oh fuck and you have a second or two where those shots are going to matter i think that's important if they treat it like they treat jumping right like you can jump and then in the middle of that jump shoot if however they do it is similar to that that would be so sick to be able to vault into a window and you didn't see it, and somebody peeks the door, and you just like start hitting mouse one. Your aim's all over the place, but maybe you clip the guy's head. Like that'd be sick. It almost seems like it's weird if you're moving slow. It looks like you kind of do this with the gun, yeah. but when he's moving faster, it's almost like the gun is up, and he's yeah. almost like using his hand. So I it almost that looks. Too. It looks like you'd have a better chance of shooting while vaulting while sprinting at full speed. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, there's just like... It kind of makes sense, actually, yeah. And I know a lot of people are like... And, and I understand. I'm not even saying these people are toxic. A lot of people are like, dude, there's going to be some busted spots. Some people are going to get into some weird rat spots or whatever, whatever. All that stuff. But like, all I can think about is how actually practical that is. Literally jumping through a window on reserve. Every single building in reserve has first floor windows that you can jump in and out of right now. And it's so toxic. Jumping up on the windowsill, crouching, sticking your head down, pressing, you know, S or whatever, wiggling out. Like there's the lighthouse thing that they showed. It is so toxic climbing those rocks, dude. Being able to just vault up those things. Oh, dude, it just actually looks so practical to me for so many things in this game. So, like, I, one of the things that I, I know I have publicly been 
the most confident about that I have said will never happen is vaulting. Yeah. I was absolutely wrong. I'm very impressed. I eat my words. Dude. I didn't think this would ever happen. Yeah, me either. Like this, and, and, and that's not like, not for nothing. It, that's a, infinitely more complicated than most people think. Yeah. Like, like most people, when you think about, they're not thinking about it from like a, a real software, like architecture, uh, like not architecture, but I guess like a, from a, an engineering challenge. It's something that seems like when you're close to a ledge, you hit a button yeah. and it's just so much more complicated yeah. than you think it is to be able to implement in a way that isn't completely and utterly busted and also looks good and feels good. Yeah. And of course we, we can only speculate based on these clips that we've seen, but as of right now, I'm willing to basically go back on everything I said and say I was wrong. I eat my words. And I've, and and, and I've, what I've said from the beginning, too, was I there's no way this is going to happen. I, I fucking hope I'm wrong. Yeah. And I'm glad that I was wrong. Yeah. I'm totally glad that I was wrong. Uh, they put their money where their mouth was. I eat the words and yeah, I'm, I'm happy. It looks good. I'm stoked. It looks dope. It looks really good. So the next thing they talked about a little bit was the new, uh, armor hitboxes and stuff like that. Um, that's our That'll next little. Never, ever, ever, ever be in the game. Never. <laughs> I wish. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, so that's the other video I just sent. Um, it's, it's nothing like, um, I don't know. Nothing. We we kind of already saw this. It showed. I don't know. I almost don't want to get too deep into this because like people are really mad at me for being nervous is about this. Is this the same video as last time or no. is this new? So you I, see, I, I mean, I'm not excited about this either. But. The helmet has two zones, a front and a back. So like the the plate is, you know, they're independently repairable and independently have durability. Um, this is showing some of the like. So a lot of the vests are going to have soft armor that is unreplaceable. The the grayed out ones and then the plates which are replaceable and they can all take damage independently. The soft armor might be level 2 armor and then the the plates might be level 3, 4, 5, 6 or whatever. Um You see how many different zones is there on the Thor like shoulders and crotch and side and arm. Um and then they're adding the different actual armor hit or hit boxes to accommodate for that so if you shot him in the hand he would take the flesh damage right now whereas right now if you have armor that covers your arms it goes all the way down um back it up a little bit to when he they go to the stash and he hovers over uh he hovers over the armor he's got on him once they get back to the stash so as complicated that as that is i'm glad that you because now you see how like they're completely reworking durability points, right? Because, like, that armor now has 243 armor points, whereas that class 4 armor normally has 45, <laughs> right? So, one of the questions I had was, like, well, if you see 111... Are those points Are they the same points? Is one point now the same as one point then? I don't know. I don't think so. They said they were changing some things, but I don't know. So it's like 200 and if you saw 111 out of 243, well, what does that mean? Are my back plates crushed? Are my front plates crushed? 
So then they showed this where it's like, okay, you can at least hover over and get like a bird's eye view. You don't have to double click on your armor and then look at all the things. You can say, hey, uh, let all the level two plates, all the level three plates, which ones are damaged, which ones are okay. <laughs> I'm just thinking about the meta. Imagine you're running. You're getting shot in the back, shot in the back, shot in the back. Okay, time to turn to the right. Well, now you're getting shot in the right. You're getting shot to the right. Turn oh, around, back up. Him. Yeah, like fucking, oh my God. He puts his right armor plate in. He puts his right armor plate out. He puts yeah. his right armor plate in and he gets shot all about. He does the tarky parky and he gets fucking wrecked. That's, That's what, what it's small dings <laughs> about. All right, so you can play the video. Um, So... I I like people are really excited about this. A lot of people are. And I hope it's amazing. I really, really do. He mentioned, but it's like it's Nikita and it's on a podcast. We got no details, but they mentioned that they were changing how damage was working and how damage propagation was working. And they were working on ballistics. I don't know what that means. I don't know how much stock we can put in that. I don't I don't know how <sighs> I don't know how like far they're thinking. I don't know if they're thinking about every scenario that this can be used in. Um, but it's coming and there's nothing we can do about it. Right. So you're going to be able I to don't... replace the plates. And... Can we talk about why people are excited again? Like I need a, re I need a refresher on why this is exciting. I don't quite get it, I guess. Uh, I don't know. Like, Maybe... what's, like what, what, what problem is this solving? All I'm seeing now is a complicated system on the back end and from a user experience perspective getting infinitely more complicated because now you've I'm just gonna I, I already looking at this, I already have like paralysis on like thinking yeah. about what to put in here, all the things you have to buy. It's just yeah. overwhelming. And, and and I don't see this changing the time to kill. So I just don't think it's going to be any different. <laughs> I just don't see it being any, you're okay. still just going to get fucking shot and die after four bullets. It's yeah. just, I keep getting in trouble. So I'm going to try to represent the other side. I think it's, so it's more realistic. Steel, steel man this for me. Steel yeah. man this argument. It's, I need, I need to see you. I need to see you. It's obviously more realistic. But I think it is more than that. I think it's not just the realism card that people are excited. I think it is more immersive and there's more control and there's just like more granular control over your armor. Like I can decide to put, you know, the preparation for battle. I've got, a, I found a class six plate. I'm going to put the class six on my front. I'm going to put the class five on my back. Um, the potential ability, we still don't have confirmation on this, or the ability to loot a person, take their plate and replace yours. I don't know if you're going to be able to take their plates and then replace it out of raid. I don't know if you're going to be able to take your plates, replace them in raid. So there are some things that can be like it cool and immersive and more. Um, yeah, just like the battlefield feels like you have more control over it. So I think those, those are reasons why people are excited. My thing is just the system as it stands. We ignore 90% of the information and because it's so the system today is too complicated and convoluted that the community has decided it's e then it's easier to reduce the system down to a few simple staples, heuristics, heuristics yep. 
ignore the rest because the rest is not worth learning because it's not going to change the outcome. Just you get 98% of the way to knowing everything when it's like 30 pen class three. Yeah. Stick to the, the armor class times 10 is the pen you need Wear a TV rig at level four or a trooper because they repair really well Wear a gazelle or a defender at level five and wear a slick or a hex grid at level six. We've, we've taken the current system. Nobody knows about, not nobody, obviously, you commenter, you know about this. Most of the community don't know about the different armor materials, the destructibility of the armor materials, and the coefficients with which how destructible an armor is gets calculated. Very few people know that a gazelle has 65 durability, but a... Um, Gen 4 full has 110 durability. When both of those armors are at full durability, the penetration chance of any given round on those two armors will be exactly the same because they're at full durability. Once both of those armors are shot and the Gen 4 is at 100 out of 110 and the Gazelle is at 60 out of 65, the penetration chance of the follow-up round now is completely different. And how those things are calculated, nobody understands any of that. And we reduce it down to just use these armors. These armors are good. So while I can acknowledge that all of the things people are excited for could be cool, all I'm saying is we take that system and we make it much more complicated. Do we think that... All of that information will get absorbed is the question. And and people, man, people really in bad faith think I just want this to fail or I hate it. I want Tarkov to be fun, man. I want it to be so good. But all I'm all I'm expressing is that that's my concern. What is this? This is just one of the oh. armors. Uh, lightweight bulletproof. This is the this is the fucking module three M armor. It's got yeah destructibility 0.25. The blunt throughput, 0. 0.4. Cool, man. Well, now it's like... Yeah. You you don't know what any of this yeah, blunt is throughput. or means. How much blunt damage you're going to take when and, getting and, shot and blunt damage and now it's, people mauled about all the time. And now it's this times... 14 plates? Times 14 plates, right? So that's why it's just like... People aren't... good. It's going to get reduced down to a meta yeah where where the rule is going to be okay if the thing has any damage under like 50 percent, then throw out the plate the plate's useless yeah. and then once once if you look at there's 10 plates if five of the plates are deemed useless then you throw the armor out like it's going to just be some arbitrary set of rules it's just more clicks and at the end of the day think about it i love the idea of fully customizing like imagine if all of these plates and everything if that all had a tangible impact on your mobility plus survivability yeah in a way that you could go full-on fucking level one or level two and you were like twice as fast moving yeah as if you had all level five or level six right that's all cool and well and good in a game like call of duty yeah but when you go through all the trouble to do all this stuff and you set everything up and then you grab a couple of plates from here because you have them in your stash oh and you gotta buy a couple of plates from the flea market oh but you can't get these plates from the flea so you have to buy them from prep war so you drag and drop those okay cool ready to go for a raid oh shit i'm dead yeah you get another plate carrier it's 
Your plate doesn't cover your armpit, and a buckshot scav gets two pellets in your armpit, squeezing right past your class six plates. You're gonna that's that's 500 damage out of Magnum Buck or whatever. To you know, so it's like it's it, more effort and more potential to have your armor not protect you. Yeah, and think about how many times think about how many times you've been like you died and you go to the after action screen and you look at what killed you. You're like. M80, I had a class five rig. Like that's so frustrating. M80, you know, the, the percent chance, but now you're gonna have to think M80 thorax. What's thorax? Was it my back? Was it my front? What were the durability of those plates at that time? I was in a fight with this guy's buddy. He shot me a few times, then this guy killed me with M80. So should the M80 have been there? I don't was it my side? Because that's soft armor. That's only level two. It's just gonna say thorax at the end. You know what I mean? So it's like, I want this to be so good. I know I got I got beat up during the live stream because, you know, I had like 800 viewers and people were so excited for this. And I was expressing my concerns. I got beat up in chat, which is whatever, right? Like, I want this to be fun. I want this to be good. I hope that everything, single thing we just said, they've said at the office and, and like they're reworking how damage and pen works. Maybe the, the armor zones aren't as uh, small as we thought. Maybe there is no armpit zone. Maybe arms still do cover that. Like, we don't know. And so I really am going to reserve judgment. But I'm not. I'm also not going to lie and say that I'm not concerned about these things. Because in general, the most complicated things in Tarkov just get reduced down to simplicities. And we're taking one of the most complicated aspects of Tarkov and cranking up the complexity. And... I just don't know if, when, you can get 5, 6, A1 from level 2 proper, or at level 2 peacekeeper, when you can get M80 at level 3 peacekeeper or whatever, I just don't know that any of this has a meaningful impact on the time to kill in the game, which means this really cool system you'll use four times. Right, because you'll set it all up, and then you'll die to something, and you'll be frustrated. And you'll set it all up, and you'll die to something, you'll be frustrated. And then you'll scroll over, and you'll look at Ragman, and he's selling a TV rig already set up for a hundred thousand rubles, and you'll be like, I can save myself five minutes. So you'll buy the TV rig with everything set up, and you'll just run that. That's what I'm gonna do, you know. So, I and people are saying like that's why they have presets. I and would be very skeptical if you preset all of the individual things, right? And if you went to go buy it and assemble it all, I bet you some of them are probably going to come from the flea. Some of them are probably going to come from yeah. the traders. Maybe not. Maybe they'll all be on the traders and they'll be unlimited, but it's almost definitely going to just be more expensive. All the constituent parts. Yeah. It's going to be 10,000 for all the things plus the container. You know, it's, I, I just don't. That's a great up, question too. I just don't know what the upside is. Like what, what the upside to me, the only thing that is best case scenario is the time to kill is longer. Yeah. But like, and if that's a, the if that's the best possible case scenario, they could ju have just like increased a couple of integers and yeah, yeah. called it a called it a day. So I don't that's, quite. That's get another it. good question about like the plates and are there going to be like global limits and player limits? Like, are all the good plates just going to get sold out and it's just going to be another thing where it's like I've I only I have a few hours to play. I'm going to hop in. Oh, I can't run. I can't run the good plates. I have to buy the TV rig. And then now you're just getting dumpstered by the people like me who play 40 hours a week and hoarding. You know what I mean? I've got thick cases and thick cases full of the good plates. You know what I mean? Because I can buy them on reset. I, I don't know. Like I said, this is speculation. I'll be glad 
to do exactly what Veritas just did. And the week after the wipe, come on the podcast and be like, I eat my words. This system is dope. I would genuinely prefer that outcome to be like, past Jesse was so stupid. He doubted VSG. But right now, present Jesse is just concerned that it will be more complicated, less effective, and it'll just get reduced down to either the identical meta we have now or just a new meta of if you can print money, buy this armor and these plates. And if you can't print money, buy this armor and these plates. And then we just have people running two armors. Now, see, nobody... It's, I know you were kidding, but, like, there's no reason for to say stupid Jesse got this wrong because BSG hasn't told us why they're doing it or what the benefit is. They yeah. haven't sold us on it. So we're just speculating as to why, what, where, when, how. We know nothing so I, I'm saying I don't I can't conceive of yeah what the benefit is. That's not saying that there will be no benefit, but like somebody proposed. I've heard a million people propose a million things, and they're all fucking lame. So yeah. if it's there, nobody's told me yet. Yeah. Um, I just and for the record, I, you know, like if if there was a front plate and a back plate, and there were and there were almost like you could have two plates on all armor, and the only thing that was different. There was one size, and the only thing that was different is the armor class of that plate. Well, then, like, now, instantly, you have a—it's much closer to the actual COD, like, where you're just fucking replacing stuff. Like, that could be cool in a slightly slower, more—you have to think a little bit more way. But when it's like, okay, gotta—there's one, and okay, there's two, and okay, there's three, and oh, wait, this one's half done. Okay, let me look at this one. Oh, this one's three-quarters— this Let me pull up the 80, wiki. How when do I throw these? Like I have an 80% class three one by one plate and then a 50% class five one by one. Do I put it in? Do I swap it? I don't know. Am I gonna get shot in my clavicle? I don't know. I'm not sure. Oh, I'm dead because I, I was not playing the game and I was, I was in my inventory. Like, I just and what you what you had just said. Get. What you had just said, if it was just front plate, back plate on all armors, you get 90% of the additional immersion at 10% of the complexity. Just front plate, back plate. And you can, and now, like, even literally not changing the armor hitboxes, but just saying all the armors you have now, you can just pull the plates out and put in whatever class plate you want. If it was just one plate, you get 70% of the immersion. If you break it up into like two, maybe three zones max, now you get 90% of the immersion with 10% of the complication. Like, bringing a Thor armor from one single zone to 12 seems crazy. I don't know. Now, now, okay, here's one way to look at it, though. Imagine if, imagine if, take take the back of your Ford armor. Just imagine it's a square yeah. box, right? And, and this is not how it's going to be, but, but just thought yeah. experiment. Imagine you have one thing that has 100 durability, and it takes up your whole back, and you're running, and the guy shoots you in your back. And it goes, you know, 70, 40, 10, you're dead. Now imagine it's instead of a, a big square, it's a four by four grid. If you yeah. got shot in the bottom left, the bottom left up one, bottom left up two, bottom left, then it would be, it would partially damage one, partially damage two, partially yeah. damage three, partially damage four, and you took no damage. Yeah. Whereas before it would be, no damage, no damage, no damage, dead. dead. Right? So there's a world in which 
it does add the time to kill because here's what you need to think right now if you get shot in the back your whole armor gets zeroed yeah for sure there's a so how they split the durability is important because imagine if you had 100 durability on the entire armor it could take four shots right yeah well really what it should be is 100 durability on the back and then 100 durability on the front yeah that means you could take twice as many bullets theoretically yeah Whereas if it was 50 and 50, you've not changed a fucking thing. But that's, yeah, exactly, exactly. And those are the questions we have. We're like, uh, uh, that class four armor going from 50 durability in the game right now to 240. Is that like a one-to-one scale of 240 where like you could, like you said, two, three shots in the same plate, you're still dead. But, you know, it, it it's effectively a ton. But even the problem with that. Because that's how I would want them to do it, right? Because that gives us the best chance of increasing the time to kill, which, in my opinion, it would be benef- would benefit the game. There's still so many rounds with like high fifty pen and and eighty five damage. That like there's just there's still so many rounds that like ignore armor, ignore armor, or ignore the common armors. You know what I mean? And and then and once again, you start to get into this realm of like. The more complicated it gets, how complicated do you want it to go knowing you don't have anything protecting your face? You know what I mean? Like you could have th- you could have a, you could have an armor with 7000 durability and and one and I'm not saying get rid of the face hitbox because that is that is a classic Tarkov thing like but what I'm saying is if you leave the face hitbox alone how complicated do you want the armor to be? <laughs> because at some point you'd be like, I'm doing a lot of work here to potentially lose it all with a face tap from a TT, you know? So it's like you almost want it to be a little bit more balanced. So, so yeah, there's a world where it does increase the time to kill. And in that, I would say, hey, that's a W. Um, you know what I'm, but I'm just, more I'm just worried concerned, about? Yeah. The, the thing I'm worried about the most is... This could potentially be a rich get richer, widen the gap between the high end and the low be. end even more. Because think about it. If you have 100 million rubles and I'm a plebeian and I have 300,000, who is going to be able to afford paying 12,000 rubles a bullet? Yeah, You will, which means you get to avoid armor. Your <laughs> yeah. bullets now are armor agnostic yeah. where... If you have 60 pen bullet, then one to six tier armor effectively is like the same. Whereas if I'm poor and I've got the 30, then I, as the Chad, am unkillable unless I really fucking get, you know, totally, totally out of. So there's a world in which it does what we want, but only benefits the uber rich people who can buy all the ammo so a, a huge part of this is what's the availability of the ammo mixed with the economy the like the economics and the cost of ammo mixed with how much money do people have mixed with the availability of the high yep. tier armor mixed with because we see how, this happen increases the time to kill we see this happen where like we get all this back and forth where like something happens that pulls the rich get richer but it's hard for this and then they give you know uh people who are poor you know this opportunity to counter and then they do some other change and the rich get richer it's like let me ask you a general question if you're listening to this podcast do you think your desire to run anything other than an svt will increase or decrease 
your brain's going to be like, I know armor's more complicated now. And I know at level two proper, I get access to a gun that ignores armor. Tell me why you're going to run an MP5 or an AK or an RF. Like, it's just, you know what I mean? Like, it just, it, re it, you, it reduces, like, yes, that immersion is there. The cool factor is there when you survive the raids. But looking at the broad reaching uh, ripple effect of this is it's like, Will this make you want to move around more or less? Will this make you want to run, you know, more or less guns? Will this make you more or less confident when fighting somebody? Like, I don't, I don't know. I just, so, like I said, I hope I'm wrong. I hope they figured it out. I hope it's great. And I also, for the record, want people to know that I don't think you're dumb if you're excited about this. Because once again, I can understand how it's a cool concept, but don't say I'm dumb for being hesitant, <laughs> knowing BSG. So that's that. I don't know, man, but 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 it's it's complicated. Um, <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> the updated recoil is coming. This patch, the new recoil. Alongside that, or oh, there we're also getting the new recoil in um the ETS eventually. So you're going to be able to test it, which is good because that means they want feedback and they're not just like, yeah, we've nailed it. We're going to ship it, right? It means they want feedback. The next multimedia thing I have for you is unfortunately a three-in-one. I really wanted them to spend, I wanted them to just like show somebody at the range shooting a gun and somebody at the range on old recoil shooting that same gun. Like that's what I want to see. Side. The, the here's here's a here's something that some Tarkov content creator needs to do right now. You're welcome for like the hundred thousand view. E <laughs> <laughs> Is you need to go and uh, make like TikToks of you dancing. It'll be remember the Harlem Shake meme. For you do that in Tarkov, genius idea. <laughs> anyway, change the subject. <laughs> so the video is. <laughs> The video is um, the new recoil, dude. The new recoil, left shoulder shooting, and the new blind fire. They're showing them all off, which means watch the video. I, I think the recoil looks pretty good. Oh, I haven't said it to you. But also know that, like, we haven't had proper... But have we had proper? We have had proper, but not proper, like testing of it. So, like some of those shots, the climb is not nearly as bad vertically. There's something weird though, yeah. like when he sidesteps. Exactly. Like... The, the, he's strafing, and then left shoulder. It's a little weird, but. I'm going to come back to that. We'll watch the video and then oh, we'll talk about the left shoulder. Um, uh, this is just like a pistol. He just shows the left shoulder thing a little bit. Um, I don't know why you would ever do this and walk around and shoot a scav like that. You would never, but they put that in the video. It's interesting that they... I, I, I'm not like a fucking tactical Andy, 
But like, if you were to with a pistol, would you like no change the shoulder, but while keeping like your dominant hand, the yeah. right hand? Oh well, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that, and then a little bit more recoil right here. And so, to think that those are relatively lightly modded guns, uh, I think the recoil looks pretty good. Um, and then this is the new blind fire, which uh, is much more effective. Did he spray into the bag? Yeah, first? he did. Fuck was the point. The of that? over the head is much more effective. The Ooh, I like that. I like that he's like kind of hip firing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. The over the head one is much more of like a ninety degree as opposed to like the forty five that we have now. You know what I mean? Yeah. So new blind fire. Uh, <clears throat> I think they showed a video with like pistols where he like does it and puts his hand on his chest in the third person or something. Why does this look so fucking okay. weird? I I can't tell. Is did he switch his hand? No. No. So here's the thing. Here's what they said. <laughs> What they did was, oh. yeah, so they talked about how there's, like, two ways you would swap to left shoulder shooting. There's, like, a really methodical prepared method where you're highly trained on that, where you literally swap shoulders, you swap your hand positions, and you, like, have to practice on that. And then, like, a really quick and dirty, if you have to clear a room, you would literally just put the buttstock of the gun on the other shoulder and lean your head the other way. That's what they put in the game. And I tentatively think that that's the right option because I Can you ADS here or is yes. it only no you can in the very beginning he was ADSing with the left shoulder in the very beginning of the clip um but like you're kind of leaned a little bit because of the yeah. nature of it I like it this way because it would it it would feel like the pistol swap animation where it's not fast enough to be usable, so nobody ever uses the quick swap to the pistol. If it was a three-second animation for you to swap shoulders, swap your hands, like, nobody's doing that in a fight, right? But that, that quick, you actually might if you're forced on a left hand. You know what I mean? To, to yeah. do that keybind and to make that swap and know that you can take a left hand on a slightly tighter angle, I'll do that in a fight. You know what I mean? Yeah, the only, the only downside is... Um, is that you would never have a true left hand, like that recoil looks good. Yeah, it does. You'd never have a true left hand grip, right? Yeah. Which, which, like you know, I mean, I might actually use, uh, just because. I mean, I, I actually I'm left handed in CS:GO, uh, and I prefer that. I got used to it. I would totally be. I would totally be fucking down. Now, now the problem there, my guess, I wonder how much of that has to do with their fucking animations. Yeah. Or they need to redo everything. Like, it's a lot more work if you have different hands on different things because the guns aren't ambidextrous. You still have charging handles on the same side and whatever, you know, like, so that, yeah. I wonder if that was not just a practical, it was just easier you know, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But I I really, once again, tentatively, I need to get it in my hands. I like it this way. I like that it's quick and it'll just be on its own bind. You don't ever have to use it if you don't want to, but it's there. And I think it will be a slightly like skill advantage to 
have this down and to practice with it when you're taking left hands, I think it, yeah, I think it's a win-win. It's, it seems quick enough to be usable in a fight and uh, simple enough of a mechanic to be completely ignorable if you don't care about it. And I think that's yeah. a good spot to be. Once again, for Tarkov, not wanting them to like over-engineer it, that's a good spot to me. I was terrified this was going to be a three-second quick-time animation. Dude, just look at this recoil. I mean, it looks a lot better on on a on a basically stock AK with the with the nipple sight. You know what I mean? Like that's I like not that, bad. I like that the, that there's a there's more there's like a I don't know how to describe it. It's like more chaotic camera recoil. Like your like yeah. your head and your shoulder are being like blah, 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 but but not so much that it's like hard to yes. see. Yeah, it's it's a really I think it's just a really good way of and there's a little bit look. more backward momentum of the gun coming at you not up right which it feels is, it feels more intense but not hard to control yeah, intense it's just, is it's a good way immersive. it's more immersive intense is a good way to put it it's it's chaos i'm shooting a full auto gun but i'm not shooting the tree above that guy you know what i mean like like yeah. that's what it looks like when i shoot fucking full auto it's like not all over the place i can control it pretty well and and this is by the way like what we've always talked about everybody's always not everybody okay 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 People have always been have been frustrated. If you want less recoil on the guns, oh, so you want all the guns to be laser beams like they were in, you know, 10.3 where the M4 had 19 vertical recoil? It's like, no, I want this. I want this, better recoil. This better is chaotic recoil. energy. This means if, if I'm shooting at you and you're running away, I might hit you in the leg, then the arm, then the thorax, but I'm never shooting you once in the thorax and then shooting Jupiter. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like I'm yeah, sending a chaos a volley of bullets in your direction and and it's controllable. So this what yeah, I, I wish they had done a more side by side. I wish we had gotten a little bit more out of the recoil. But what I'm seeing here, I'm actually excited about it. It looks great. And the fact that they're like, hey, we're gonna put it on the ETS and gather feedback is another good sign, in my opinion. Watch the M4 is still like complete and utter dog shit. And I, now dude, it's going to be fucking Russian AK please, bias. No, dude, give the stock M4 some love. Like the, these clips make me actually excited for early wipe. You know what I mean? Like actual fights with like lightly modded guns that are like usable, but also escapable. It's not, it's not going to be a laser beam of like, cause that's what that, that's what it feels like we have. It feels like there's two types of guns. Guns that can land 11 consecutive shots on my thorax or guns that shoot me once in the toe and then once at a 45 degree angle up. And I don't like yeah. either of those. I don't like feeling like the dude across the street with the Meta M4 is like thorax, 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 thorax because there's no recoil. I like that. I like what we just saw, the chaotic energy, but I'm still kind of in your character model. You know what I mean? Yeah, and the... and the, like. I mean, all the all the games that we were comparing back in the day when I when I was like talking about the recoil, and I was uh, you know I was going to do a video where I compared all the different yeah. games or whatever. Um, every every one of those games, Battlebit, COD, um, uh, what was the other one? Um, fuck, Battlebit, COD, Insurgency. Oh, okay. every every gun felt good in a totally different unique yes way. battle bit was and right now very with tarkov, much so like that and right now with tarkov every gun feels like shit unless you fully mod it and then it feels stupid and, and they all simple. feel bad in the same way yeah 
And then, and yep. when they feel good, they all feel good in the same way. It's like, oh yeah, I have a little three shot burst, and then I'm a laser beam. You know what I yep. mean? So yeah, I am pretty excited. I'm pretty excited for what they showed. Uh, I'm I'm excited to test it, and uh, that's cool. I legitimately think the left shoulder shooting. Once again, I don't know how effective it's going to be, but I think it's the best I could have hoped for coming out of VSG. I was really worried they were going to over engineer it. And it's simple and quick. And I think that's all it needs to be to be usable in the game. And then they can refine from there. But if it, the, the, the quick swap pistol animation, I was so excited for that because I was constantly thinking about how sick clips like that would be. It's too slow. Nobody uses it. You know what I mean? And it's too, you're too wobbly. So like this looks pretty usable. And then the blind fire, um, I think the blind fire looks better. I think it's way more usable being a closer to a 90 degree angle instead of like, and we didn't see it first person though, which is all that matters. You're right. You're right. Uh, yeah, that's true. <sighs> okay. Last video. Okay. And this is a really interesting one. I'm excited to get your take on. Achievements, bro. Achievements. Watch this and tell me this doesn't look cooler than what you ever would have thought it would be. You got the little notification in the bottom right. You completed an, an achievement. They've completely redone the character screen. Dude. That's sick. There's rare achievements, legendary achievements, common achievements. We don't know if they have rewards yet. Um, and it mm. looks like I've paused and gone through all those dude we're finally getting the separation of the PNC and the scav in the character screen <laughs> oh there you go finally which is kind of cool um, and then okay so we'll go through the video and then I'll go back and talk about it uh, there's um, you're going to be able to put guns this is for the audio oh. listener put guns what yeah, there was a new thing I, in the hideout. I never I never thought this was going to be added. I fucking photoshopped this shit up 75 years ago. The weapon stand? Yeah. Oh, that's been in all white, brother. What do you mean? Yeah, this since August, this, this weapon stand has been in. This is in the game already? In the game. Oh, yeah. I mean, I had no idea. <laughs> Literally, had no, I, I haven't fucking... I haven't watched the game <laughs> yeah. or played the game, let alone gun on my foot. Damn. But what's new is what you're about to see, which is you can pick three guns... Uh, on your weapon stand, you can set them as favorite, which is what he's doing right now. And then you can view uh, your friends and maybe others. I don't know, but definitely your friends. You can view your friend's profile. There's a Tell new copy over. There's a new friend preset. profile. And any one of those favorited guns, you can open and copy that preset. Holy shit. And you can see, so this is the profile. You see what achievements your friend has done. You can see their survival rate and their stats. And then you can open their presets and save them. Bro. Double like, you. I just wish they did this when I gave a fuck. <laughs> like, I would be so, like, honestly, like, this is everything I wanted, like, two years ago. And yeah. now I just, I really, I... I, I want to be more excited, but I be acting. I get it. I just I don't I get it. fucking care. But it's so good. It's so good. And I, f I feel nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I feel nothing! Bro! Uh, I wanted this! Yeah. Fuck, man. Dude, I get it. But it's clean. It's 
so clean. So, so that's that's all the video. I mean, we can that's so. I have a lot of questions. So here we actually have some information. Here's the thing. He said your achievements will never reset between wipes. They'll add more achievements every wipe. So that's a W because there's some sort of carryover between wipes now. Get 25 scav left leg shots on customs. And then next wipe, it's going to be get 25, Honestly, 27 scav right leg shots. on. Even if it is that, that's fine. Because what it allows, it allows for the more casual players to actually work through the achievement list. Because you might not get this one, this wipe, but you don't have to redo them all. So it's much more incentivized for like the more casual players to do something. I think that's a W. And then if they can actually add uh, interesting achievements throughout uh, each wipe, then that's a W as well. Oh, this is your... This is my quality of life suggestion short number five. <sighs> Where I uh, had you could fucking save presets. Oh, I remember this. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I photoshopped up like the fucking Kiba gun wall on the side. Yep. So dark. Jesus. And then you put the gun up there. Yeah. And I, that was, and that was a preset. Yep. And I, I proposed this. Where's like the description? Can I see when? When did I post this? I don't know. April 6th, 2022. Yeah. So almost two years ago. Yep. But a year, year and a half ago, I guess. Yeah. But the achievements. Damn, dude. Um, I think the achievements are really cool. And here's the thing, man. Here's my suspicions. So they talked about the achievements pretty in depth, not in this past podcast, but in the previous podcast. He had actually said that they were considering some sort of prestige system and that that he literally said, and that's going to be a part of the achievement update. So there's a there's a world where they were they're not doing the prestige in this wipe. They're adding that later. There's a world where you have to unlock a certain amount of achievements to gain the ability to prestige or something like that. Here's the other interesting thing. I went through and I paused and I looked at all of the uh, um, achievements and some of them are direct quests we have in the game. Kill Killa 100 times. Uh, kill every boss. Kill every boss without dying. So I'm actually thinking that they're maybe moving some of these more toxic quests into achievements, into achievements. that you can accomplish once have the, the badge of honor that you accomplished it, and potentially my tinfoil hat is wow. you kill kill a hundred times, you unlock the ability to purchase the tracksuit, and because the achievement doesn't reset, it stays. Honestly, it's that's what, a W. It would be a W. It's complete tinfoil hat. No, that'd be great, dude. You do you do you do you have any like long term relationships that you had in your life that like ended on okay terms? No. <laughs> Shit. Well, I was just going to say, imagine someone was like, yo, did you hear Heather got her oh, master's degree? Dude. My and you'd first be like, girlfriend's name was Heather. That's why I said that. Yeah, of course. And you'd be like, sick, man. 
you would feel nothing? Yeah. <laughs> yep. God damn it. Yeah. Ugh. So uh well, I'm 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 happy for Heather. Yep. Heather's been crushing it, dude. <laughs> I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say like, oh that's so awesome. And I'm doing it to be polite. Yeah. <laughs> Good for Heather. Okay. We'll blitz through the rest because we're already at two hours and 15 minutes. Uh, the magazine loading presets, that's literally just like you can set presets for magazines and load it a specific way. Cool. Oh, my God. With, like, the stacking bullets? Yes. Fucking lol. I can't wait to see the meta, dude. I can't wait. Yeah. To, that's It's, it's going to be like every time I go up to the plate, undo my strap three times on my thing, tap the, the, the bat, do the yeah. cross on the plate, yeah. wiggle my elbow six times, and then I, I 10% think of the time I hit a home run, it's going to be some superstition galore. I think it'll be it. more so used as like, when I run an M4, I want two 60s with 5.5A1, five, five, and I want two 30s with 5.6A1, because I don't want to be using on my 5.6A1. And it's just like, boom. Like, you can fill Does the mag it, all the way. It doesn't have to it, be. Is it one... Is it like... The pre- is it a preset for like a group of mags or for one individual mag? I have no idea. Because if it's an individual mag, then that yeah, makes no s- that makes no sense. I don't know. We don't get any information on that. Light keeper services. Okay, when you get at a high enough reputation, yeah, yeah, services. When you get a high enough reputation with light keeper, which there, it's going to be really toxic if they add these things and don't change getting the Lightkeeper because so few people get the Lightkeeper. You will be able to hire him to do things for you or purchase services from him. The three services... M, 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 M for M on, yeah. on Craig's list. Yeah. The three services that you'll be able to purchase that have been confirmed. Calling Zorachi in for support. You up? Yeah. So I'm assuming it'll be like a flare, that a blue flare you only get from Zorachi or from Lightkeeper. Zorachi spawns on the map and is friendly to you. I would imagine. Is that what they call it now? Yeah. Uh, the friendly wiggle. Uh, goon support. So you'll be able to do the same thing and spawn the goons. Why does everything sound so homoerotic? Is that just the mood I'm in? I guess. I guess. And then the third thing is a temporary truce with the cultists. Those are like human services. We have new guns. We're getting the, I forget what it's called, but it's the SMG version of the Val. So 9x39 mm-hmm. uh, in like an SMG, suppressed and unsuppressed. We are getting uh, an RPD which is like a belt-fed LMG that shoots 7.62 by 39. We are getting the Sig Spear, chambered in 6.8 Creedmoor. New caliber. Oh, great. Yeah. 27 options right off the gate. 9891, that's what it's called, yeah. And we are getting um, an updated SKS, is what he said. I don't know what that means. Uh, We are getting... New quests and quest rebalance. They've said that every wipe. Don't expect much. Um, new voice lines for bosses. Uh, bipods and weapon mounting is coming later. That was originally supposed to come in this wipe, but uh, that's getting moved. But that's okay because everything we've seen so far has been a huge W. So whatever. Sorry, I was. Are just you thinking, okay? <laughs> I was just 
buy dudes and PMC mounting. Uh, I'm still, for some reason, in a real. You are. I'm in a real sexual. I'm tired. I can't stop thinking about Ragman and like Prapor. Buy dudes and PMC mounting in the in the marked room. If you know what I mean. Holy. Sh um, they are adding an RPG. It is not coming this wipe. The RPG will eventually be how you counter the BTR on streets. Right now, there okay. is no counter. No RPG. Uh, Anti-cheat. Banned over 10,000 cheaters between November, October and November. Patch point 14 is a specifically identifying a few vulnerabilities that cheat developers use. And uh, they've got a uh, big part of their team working on anti-cheat. Uh, in... Hold on. I'm stalling. Wait a second. In exactly 42 days, 18 hours, 48 minutes, and 47 seconds, Edge of Darkness will no longer be purchasable. If you have Edge of Darkness, you keep it. You keep your Gamma. You keep your Snash. You keep everything. But in 42 days, which is December 31st, I think, uh, you will not be able to buy it anymore. So, potentially a Black Friday sale. Uh, if you're, if you're really into Tarkov, I'm not trying to sell you on it. I don't make any money from it, but it's a crazy value in the sense that you get arena and you get the big stash and you get the gamma and all the stuff. So if you've been on the fence about it, you have 42 days to decide. Let it be known. Um, yeah, that was the podcast. Wow. I mean, they're honestly like some of the biggest W's I've heard in a very long time. Same. And importantly, some of the biggest W's we've seen, because you know, even better than I, how many times has there been a podcast and we were told this is coming and we got really excited and maybe it wasn't what we thought it was. So to see the recoil and us very critically go like, that looks pretty good. Left shoulder yeah, normally, shooting. Normally it's, this is coming and it's something we didn't want and it looks like shit. And, and then it comes out worse. But this is like eight things we've wanted for a long time. And I'm genuinely impressed by how they all look. Like... The achievements blew me away. I mean, not that the aesthetic really has anything to do with it, but I'm like, it just looks clean. It looks good. I want to grind all those achievements. The left shoulder shooting, the blind fire, the recoil, the vaulting. It, dude. W podcast. So, uh, he kept calling it the New Year's patch. Everyone's wondering when it is. I would imagine very late December, right? It's not, you know, very late December. We're going to get Arena in the beginning. They're going to give us a few weeks, I'm sure. Um, the New Year's that batch. That makes me think it's going to be like January 7th. I mean, it legitimately might. It legitimately might. Which might actually make sense if they like release Arena. Yeah. And then like let that go over the New Year's. Fucking chill, relax. And then like once everything. Because normally they take their vacation the first week of January or the first couple yeah. of weeks. Something like that, right? Isn't which that is which is like right when they wipe. So that's always a brutal time. So it yeah, it could even, it could even be. But I am... Very excited. Very excited for this wipe. Uh, and like, we are like a week or two away from potentially the first new waves of Arena coming out. 
That's going to hold me over until the wipe. I'm super excited about the wipe. Huge W. Good time to be into Tarkov right now. So I'm excited to see how all this stuff happens. Um, I do want to talk about Twitch Rivals, but we'll talk about that next week or on or on the PP because we're at two and a half hours already. Um, Twitch Rivals, the TLDR was like, it was the absolute best Twitch Rivals for Tarkov they've ever done. They're finally yeah, starting well, to... I saw you tweet that. I want to hear more. They're finally starting to understand how to do it. But... There were some like classic like, okay, <laughs> like you know what I mean, but it but it was it was good. Um. So yeah, that's the stuff. Hostess, by dudes and mounting PMCs, boys. That is your word of the day. Type that in the comments, and we'll know. No, I'm just kidding. Please don't. Um, but yeah. What? No, I was just wondering how that would fucking yeah. change the content algorithm. Yeah, the algorithm. We'd, yeah, we'd somehow get a bunch of like commenters like, this isn't what I expected Wait when a I minute. came here. And I searched for buy dudes and whatever. And I, this isn't what I expected. Also, where can I buy this Tarkov game? <laughs> um, but yeah, so thank you guys for hanging. Thank you guys for being a part of the community. We appreciate it. Once again, if you want more of this, more of this content, I was going to, never mind. Come look at our PPs. Come uh, look at our PPs, patreon.com slash the podcast pod. And it's pretty cool. So you should check it out. Thank you again to HelloFresh and BetterHelp for sponsoring the episode. For our PPs, for our patrons, this will be live tomorrow. Uh, for everyone else, it'll be live on Monday. Thank you guys for hanging. We'll definitely see y'all on the next one. Toodles.